This podcast includes adult content and explicit language. Hello, welcome to Character Chaos. I'm Rhiannon, and joined by my co-host Margaret. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you doing? I'm not bad, not bad. How are you feeling about today's episode? I'm feeling good. It's season two, right? It's season two. It's Yay! It's Marvel month, but probably like three oh, months. Also. <laughs> Marvel month, maybe, and season two, maybe. <laughs> we just decided to cut it and make it season two. Yeah, yeah. I think that works. You know, new year, fresh start. Yeah. yeah. New things, possibly. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how well <laughs> we're able to commit. <laughs> but I am excited. I feel refreshed. Me too. We had a bit of a break. We had a We did. We cut that break in the middle with a Benoit Blanc. We did. That should mm-hmm. have gone up already, I think. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that should have gone up. And we're back. You, do you want to go straight into it? I don't see why not. Today? What are we doing today? Who are we doing today? That sounds dirty. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'd shag Wanda. Yeah, um, so today we are doing Wanda Maximoff. Yeah! Yeah. From things. Uh, from everything. From com- Marvel, Comics and X-Men, movies and things. Comics, everything. She, she's a Marvel character. That's like a, a thing, isn't that's, it? That's a broad umbrella statement. <laughs> I mean, we are doing Marvel Month, theoretically. Yes, we are doing Marvel Month. Just a, a bunch of them. And we're kicking it off with Wanda. Why not? She's, yeah. she's an icon. She's a favourite of yours and mine. Yeah. She's very relevant right now in phase four slash f- five now. Oh yeah, she is carrying phase four. Fair play to her. I think she needs back surgery at this point. <laughs> <laughs> She's carrying it so hard. Yeah, I feel like every- I feel like Wanda has like fans. Wanda has like oh, yeah. hard fans. It's kind of. Do you terrible. know what? If I looked it up on my phone right now, I bet she is trending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is mother. <laughs> and obviously, like that. The fun part is that that was absolutely not the case. Before WandaVision. Yeah. Like, four years ago, I think she was unanimously everyone's least favourite character, who had just seen the movies. Mm. But maybe even the comics as well, to be honest. Yeah, I don't really know how she's received in the comics. As, I have no as an object. As boobs. <laughs> Decidedly. <Yeah. laughs> as boobs in the comics. Yeah. Maybe that's a bit reductive, but I, at least to the general audience of Marvel things, which neither of us are an expert of, but I think we know a decent amount. She was not a favourite. And then WandaVision happened, largely, and suddenly she's mother. She's queen. She is. <laughs> she's a legend. Uh-huh. And an icon. And she is the moment. <laughs> and I love her. Why not? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not, like, fully on the stand train, but I like her. She's fun. I like watching her. Oh, oh, so you hate her. That's what you're saying. Yes, I despise her. <laughs> you hate Wanda Maximoff. That is the headline. I hate... <laughs> Coolsville sucks. Wanda Maximoff sucks. I didn't say that. You do the editing, you take my quote. I hate Wanda Maximoff. <laughs> and I'll say it again. Like a legion of gays that come after me. <laughs> yeah, she felt like the right one to do first, I feel. Yeah, yeah. And we're not sure if this is going to be two parts. In classic Rihanna and Margaret fashion, we're going to try and make it short. We will fail. How hard we fail is yet to be seen. Either way, we are failing. Of always. Of course. <laughs> that's that's the secret cap. I'm always failing. I'm always failing. I, can't, I can't stop quoting that shit with the dumbest things. <laughs> um, shit. Should we just do it? Yeah. We're going to go through all the movies she's in. 
in the um, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, fuck, I was going to watch that episode of the X-Men show. Shit. Oh. Oh, there's one episode where she falls in love with Nightcrawler that I was going to watch. Oh. That I've seen stuff from before. Damn it, you know what? I- I'm a fake fan. If 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 it happens that I watch it and it's so good, I'll insert a small Margaret segment right, okay. <laughs> reviewing the episode. That one episode. Okay, that cool. one episode. If not, we'll cut this. Yes, hello. Margaret from the future did in fact watch that episode of Wolverine and the X-Men, and it was great. So I'll insert a section about that when I think it's relevant. But so, the movie she's in, in the MCU, the couple of comics that Margaret has read, Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll log on to her like fandom page to see if there's anything else interesting to say about her that we're not covering because we have not cool. read every comic because uh too many. There's a, there's a lot of them. Many news. A lot comic, of comic books, <laughs> and um we only have so much time and eyeballs. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I read one of her. I think just Infinity Gauntlet. She did fuck yeah. all in there. Yeah, she I mean. Really did fuck all. Not gonna lie, that's the theme, is that she's technically there, but does fuck all. You own House of M. That's right next to you, I believe. I do own House of M. Next to me? I mean, in the drawer, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You have a little comic drawer. In my little comic drawer, yes. I do have House of M. I have not read it. I'll, I'll commit myself to reading comics for the next episode. I'll take that. Okay. I mean, to be fair, it's your boy next. It's Sam next, it's, so you can do boy. Sam. Do you even own a Sam comic? No. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> do you? I'm sorry. Name five Sam comics. Oh, you you like Sam? Name five of his comics. <laughs> um, Captain America, the one where he is Sam Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> the official title, correct? Yeah, that's that's the name of it, right? No, I I don't think I own a Sam comic. I'm afraid. Yeah. I think I only own X Men comics and Moon Knight. Right, okay. So, sorry. significant lack of of Sam. The X-Men, I don't know them, uh, but I respect them. (laughs) To be fair, they are very present in House of M. House of M is a little bit of everything. I've read House of M, so I'll bring that in. I also read a little Scarlet Witch comic that I'll I'll bring in at some point. But, I mean, let's be real. Like, the culture at large, we're probably mostly going to be talking about the movies because, oops, mainstream. I'm sorry. Uh Uh-oh. I'm sorry that we're mainstream (laughs) as hell. (laughs) That's also where most of the content is. We like movies. Yeah. Nobody reads in their twenties. This is how it shakes out. Nobody reads anymore, God. (laughs) If you've talked to my parents, you will know that nobody reads anymore. (laughs) Oh yeah, just to say, spoilers for oh god. All of the all of everything Wanda's ever done potentially. (laughs) Movies, comics, even though I don't haven't read that many, etc. Just to be sure. Mild spoilers. Bro. We didn't know how to center this episode mm-hmm. because last time we did one of these characters with Steve, we did Cap- Captain America, sir, and mm-hmm. uh, we ranked him by all of his portrayals in movies and shit. We did, and it was it was called ranking Steve Rogers or rank Steve Rogers. I forget the ranking name of the episode. Rogers, Obviously, go, go listen. check him out. Um, <laughs> actually, not gonna lie, pretty banging. I I, I like those episodes a lot. Actually, I like those episodes a lot. Do you know what? We are hilarious. Part one especially. Part one especially. Do you you know what? If I could recommend one thing, part one especially. But, so we're going to do that. And we do have a list of ranked Wanda um, interpretations, may we say. Mm -hmm. Which we could do as like, you know, which one's the best, least best, most accurate to the source material. Slash maybe the source material doesn't know who she is either. Which one are clearly written by men. All of them, but some of them do it better than others. (laughs) 
Or we could go with a slightly different theme of her character, which is centered around the idea of... What was yours? You had an idea. My idea was the theme of perception of fear. That was my theme. <laughs> so, so serious. So immediately. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> which was like a within world context, how people view Wanda on a scale of she seems cool to uh, uh oh, I'm scared. <laughs> Mum, come pick me up. Oh no, Nigeria is destroyed. <laughs> uh oh, rip Nigeria. Rip Genosha, rip half the Avengers, other things. Yes. And I had the idea of a more meta contextual, like, does Wanda as a character work? Because I feel like there's. N- if you asked who is Wanda as a character, I feel like. Maybe this is a dumb thing to say, but I feel like no one could give you a, a, a succinct, everyone has the same answer. I feel like since her conception in the comics she's been quite inconsistent depending on who's writing her and i feel like we still don't necessarily know who she is like like with logan you could i could tell you who wolverine is i could tell you like his like visual like he's short and he's kind of a dick and he smokes cigars he's the same person every time he's pretty consistent he's pretty yeah. too old for this <laughs> i have a sad backstory i call yeah. people bub i I'm friends with Charles, and I'm the only one that calls him a nickname. Yeah. And I'm above everything, but I'm the most human one in the group. Yeah. Whereas with Wanda, I don't know if you could succinctly describe her. Well, I mean, that makes me want to ask, who do you think she is? <gasps> me? You. Me? Is that- uh, you're also- I should say, Rayon's holding her mic today, so it really felt like you were <laughs> asking me an interview question. I know, I- I'm- like, I'm literally holding the mic, and it's so hard to not, like, point the microphone, like, at Margaret, as if I'm interviewing I like her on the street for BBC News. That felt like such a newscaster, like, and who is Wanda Maximoff? We're all asking the question. We are civilian Margaret Turnbull for her opinion. <laughs> um... Uh, fuck Boris Johnson. What do people say on the street? <laughs> Not another one. Another one. Oh, another one. I feel like you need to be running with Let's Go Lesbians as Billy Eichner. <laughs> Let's Go Lesbians. Let's, Let's go, go Lesbians. Running down the street with a bunch of lesbians. <laughs> Honestly, with Wanda, Let's Go Lesbians. Yes. Who, who do I think Wanda is? Yes. I think she's characterized by her abilities in the sense that her abilities are crazy and powerful and she has a sad backstory of trauma and she's figuring out how to cope with who she is and her past while also having powers out of her control mm, yeah but the thing is that's not a personality right. is it that's just no offense trauma. to wonder but uh reality bending powers is not a personality <laughs> trait <laughs> No offense. Uh-huh. Having kids you love is not a personality trait. <laughs> and I think that's largely the fault of the fact that obviously Wanda is a woman in comic books, which means she's not given much personality generally. Mm. Personality wise, I don't know. What do you yeah. think? Who is Wanda Maximoff to you? Is this a segment we should do every time? Maybe. <laughs> For me, she gives like massive Eric energy. Love that. And As she should. Sort of, like, has a lot of power, been through a lot of trauma, and does everything in her power to make sure she never goes through that again, even if it means hurting people. Love that. That's who she is to me. Which is also her dad. Yeah, just minus the mutant supremacy. Yeah, yeah. Which is maybe the way to separate them. Like, she. Well, well yeah, yeah, the mutant supremacy of it all. She doesn't that's, have... that's a big thing. Not gonna lie, it's a, it's a big thing. <laughs> yeah. 
And to be fair, I don't know how mutant supremacy she is in the comics. I have no clue. But obviously in the MCU, that doesn't come up. Because we've only no. just learned mutants exist. Not yet. Not Can't yet, wait for anyways. that. <laughs> Can't wait to watch MCU fanboys tackle fascism as a concept. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the in-house of M, her whole thing is like right at the end being like, fuck you, mutants are bad, to which we have, you know, the iconic normal mutants panel. Right, okay. She seems to be whatever Eric needs the opposite to be. You know, like, I feel like she's okay. always a contrasting force to Eric, or, or agreeing with him, because they're both evil in a lot of states. But I feel like if she has her own ideas, I think she is whatever contrasts Eric in a meaningful uh, way. Okay, that's interesting. Generally, I think she's a bit nicer, though, than yeah. Eric. But yeah, I... I, I, to be honest, I don't think anyone can rival Eric's love of mutant supremacy. <laughs> no I think it's can. hard to top that. <laughs> That's very much his thing. Oh, yeah. And also, I guess there's also the question with Wanda is, does she belong in a villainous position narratively? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because that's kind of how she's introduced, and then they play with that, and the MCU is definitely playing with that. I don't think... I don't, I'm not that interested in, is she a good person? Is she right? I don't really care about that shit. Oh, no, not at all. But we can explore the grey area of where she belongs narratively. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, that's enough pretentious talk and we should just go into it? I think we should. <laughs> should we do, like, brief facts? Yeah, because... Who created her? I, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm fully cutting the overview. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need it. it. Do you know what? R.I.P. A moment of peace yeah. for the overview. There we go. That's the thing season two has. No overview. So, overview yeah. fans, um... I'm sorry. <laughs> the thing is, I think it was already in question, and then last time we recorded Benoit, I killed it by coming up with the most unhinged overview <laughs> of all time, and you were like, it's out, we're done. Rest in peace. Who created Wanda? Was it going to tell is it, me? Is it Stan, Jack, one of them? Creators, yeah, okay, literally, Stan and Jack, okay. Oh. <laughs> Stan and Jack. Uh, Stanley, Jack Kirby, she was in, is it X-Men 4? X-Men cool. issue four in 1964. Aww. That's the year my parents were born. Oh, that's nice. Aww. And Wanda. And Wanda. We know, we know who's the most important out of the three. Obviously. Obviously. Only one of them brings me joy every day. <laughs> <laughs> I only stand one of those three people. <laughs> only one of them is a girl boss. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, if one of them's a girl boss, it's going to be my dad. <laughs> And then since then, I mean, she's been in a ton of comics. I feel like she's been written by a ton of people, drawn by a ton of different people. Mm-hmm. Her middle name is Django? Like, Django Unchained? <laughs> Fuck yes! Damn, okay. That's sick. Oh no, it has aliases. Expand. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. I was like, am, I, am I right in saying in the comics she's Romani, right? Yes, that's, yes. that's a thing. That's a thing. Well, because... We, we do the writers, then we do the actor. And the actor in it's... the movies is obviously Elizabeth Olsen, famous white lady. Famous white, non-Jewish lady. Non-Jewish lady. Um, I love her. I think her portrayal is fabulous. I think she does so much for Wanda. Mm-hmm. I I love her. It is a shame they didn't cast a Jewish or Romani actress. It really is. Like, yeah, I, I agree. Elizabeth Olsen kills it every single time. Like, and it just would have been nice, you know? Yeah. yeah. I feel like we can acknowledge that. It would have been nice. Yeah. It's a shame. Anything else? And then we have, like... Okay, so we're also gonna do... Okay, so do you want to say what movies we're gonna be talking about and who wrote slash directed them? Okay. (laughs) Do it. 
That's something I prepared. In 30 seconds, go. Okay, so she's in Avengers Age of Ultron, which is yes. unfortunately Joss Whedon's movie. Is is that also written by Joss Whedon? I think so. You know what, yeah, let, well, I, I, we should credit just in case. In case someone else needs to go in hell with him. I think it would be more of a favour if we didn't credit them. <laughs> Tis Joss. Joss Whedon. So. Uh, unfortunately. Okay, so I've got one for one. Um, Captain America Civil War, which yes. is... Russo's directed it. Is it Marcus McFeely? Indeed. Lovely. Yes. Infinity War, Marcus Same McFeely thing. again, and Russo's, and so is Endgame. Yes. Yes. Okay. Congratulations. Um, we got WandaVision. We googled this for WandaVision, I don't remember, that was a year ago. <laughs> well, it's Matt Shackman, isn't it? Yes. Who's the always sunny guy. Love that. Um, but he obviously had a writing staff, presumably. There's right? gonna be a lot of people. <laughs> Which I'm gonna say, uh, directed by Matt Shackman, written. Do we have the writing staff or something? Um, created by Jack Schaefer. I don't know to oh, which. Oh yeah, I remember her. I don't remember how involved she was. I think I think that's that should work. Okay, uh, Jack Schaefer, Matt Shackman, and pr- presumably other writing teams involved. Yes. And then yes. we have. Multiverse of Madness, which is Sam Raimi's film. She wrote and directed, right? No, Michael Waldron wrote it. Yes, okay. Yeah. To be fair, it seemed like it was a collaborative effort of desperation <laughs> at points. <laughs> what a glowing review. <laughs> Look, I actually really like that I movie. I saw you gave it four stars on that box yesterday. So did you. Yes, I don't know. <laughs> I'd love to think that your review of it was a glowing act of desperation. <laughs> Full stars. Fair, I only say that because I remember that Sam Raimi said when he was directing it that when he start, when he was like halfway through directing it, they didn't know what the ending was and they just kind of worked it out together. Yeah, yeah. So I think it was quite chaotic, um, uh, which really? I, I think I think they much, mostly stuck the landing. But from what it sounds like and from, from Benedict Cumberbatch's barely restrained frustration <laughs> throughout the, the like press cycle, I have a feeling it was slightly chaotic written behind the scenes. So right, as we go, kind of... Ma- and then like reshoots, ahoy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, maybe desperation's strong. But to be fair... I think it's a fantastic movie to come out of what seemed like a chaotic production cycle. Oh yeah, because normally a chaotic production cycle leads to like Dark, Dark Phoenix. Phoenix. <laughs> 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 and thank fuck for that, that uh-huh. this was different. But yeah, those are the movies we're going to be talking about. Okay. I have... I'm going to mention stuff from House of M, famously very similar, to be fair, to like WandaVision and Multiverse of Madness. I think it took a lot of its plot from there. Okay. Who wrote this fucking thing? Um, I don't even, I don't, thing is, I can't look at the front names and trust that those are like the writers and the artists. I'm just going to Google it just in case. I need someone to formally hold my hand and tell me who wrote this thing. So it says, writer Brian Michael Bendy. Um, illustrators. Oh, do I see all the illustrators? Uh, I'm here now. Might as well say it. All right. Uh, <laughs> Olivia. Oh, I is, I'm dyslexic. How do I pronounce this? Olivia Koipel. Okay. Uh, fuck me. I'm so sorry. Tim Townsend and Frank Darmata. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no problem. I'm so sorry for pronouncing people's <laughs> names wrong. I'm sorry. Um, and then I also read the Scarlet Witch comic by James Robinson. And 
the cute thing about that is that it has like a whole bunch of artists. Hey. So I, I won't name them all, unfortunately, but know that you are cool. That's how crediting works. <laughs> Cool. I won't name you for your exhaustive work at creating art, but indeed you are cool. Just know I think you're cool. Yes. So we're going to mention those. Okay. Obviously, Wanda is present in other things. I only have so much time in the day. <laughs> and I'm sure it's great. <laughs> and I will keep her fandom page up in case we need to run into anything particularly notable. Okay, that's a good show. Ooh, marital status, divorced. Wah, wah. That's sad. It is sad. It's better than the MCU, which is just dead, maybe? Maybe dead. Can you get married to robots? Was her and Vision's marriage legal? Probably not, right? I suppose it was in her head. (laughs) It wasn't even real. Yeah. Hello again, from the future. This feels like a good moment to slot in my mini-review of the... Wolverine and the X-Men episode Hunting Grounds. I just watched this randomly because I I don't know, I I think I came across some pictures of Wanda and Kurt together and was like, when did they get together? And it's from this episode, so I watched it and I really wasn't expecting a whole lot from the episode, I just kind of wanted to watch it for, you know, like, variety, to feel like we kind of covered our bases, but um, it's kind of great (laughs) and the show seems really fun. And I actually really like their portrayal of Wanda. Like, she has a lot more agency than I was expecting in the story. And we see that she, like, supports a lot of Eric's classic mutant supremacy stuff, but, like, is clearly only really on his side because it's her dad and he raised her, so she doesn't really know any other life and she's been a bit misled. And that was always, you know, like, really fun to see because I think her relationship with Eric is super important to her. And we don't often see her interacting with Eric in live action. In fact, that's never happened and I love it. And also she's characterised a lot by, like, her pride and her strength as, like, being her own kind of superhero character. And she's pretty ruthless and cunning. I just loved how much personality she had. It's so fun. Like, I I feel like in the section you would have just heard, I was complaining a lot about not knowing many personality traits. But I feel like I, I she was really strong in this episode and I recognised a lot of that, like, pride and that, like, ruthlessness. And that was really fun. And she has a great dynamic with Kurt. I mean, I ship them so hard. <laughs> it's such a sad life for a ship that has, like, no content. But, like, he teaches her a lot to be more compassionate towards others. And they just work really well together. And fuck, I love them. <laughs> I thought it was great. But yeah, I kind of wish that I had seen it before our conversation. Because it's really nice and it's a different portrayal of Wanda. That I think could have really added something. But, you know, like, at least I've seen it now. And so, yeah, just so you know, I... There are portrayals of her that I think have a lot more raw personality. And this was like, what, the the early 2000s? Late 2000s? But it was really good. And I, I really liked it. Okay. Shall we get into it? Okay. Should we just go chronologically? Sure. And then do comics last? Middle? Where it's relevant? Throw it in where it's relevant? Sure. Okay. Okay. Anything else we want to say about Wanda? Like, uh, like to start? I don't think so. I mean, she's a... Should we just lay her out briefly? Sure. Okay. She's a mutant. Yes. (laughs) She has a twin brother, Pietro, Quicksilver. They're tight. Also sometimes in a relationship, depending on the comic you read. Oh, no. We don't bring up that comic. (laughs) I just did. Um, But otherwise, they're tight. Um, Sometimes... I, I I suppose at first... 
their parents were not important, but then retroactively, in some stories, her dad is Eric Magneto Man. Famous gay and also terrorist. (laughs) (laughs) Famous gay and also terrorist. We know which one of those is most important. Um, Famously married to Charles Xavier. (laughs) I love how we're just rewriting history. Let's keep going. Yeah, I'm not going to tell people where it's fan fiction and where it's canon. Yeah, um, married to Charles Xavier. Continue. Yeah, uh, she she has like uh, her whole her powers are confusing. The writers do different things with it. Generally, it's like telepathy and telekinesis and like reality warping shit. Yeah. Sometimes she has a probability hex, whatever that is. That was like her original power, and then they were like, "What does that mean? Let's make it red." No one knows. She is sometimes evil, sometimes less evil. You know that that Tumblr post of just like. I'm no longer evil. I want to be loved now. Evil again. That is Eric. And Eric. (laughs) That's also her. Uh, Sometimes she is married to Vision, a robot man, with Mm -hmm. a surprisingly complicated life story for being a robot man. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they have kids. Uh, Billy and Tommy are adorable. Yes. Wiccan slash speed. Uh, One of whom is gay. (laughs) Let's mention who's gay. Billy Kaplan is gay. Wiccan is gay. Um... (laughs) This is so informative. Um, <laughs> God, thing is, all I remember is random things I read, like that one time that she was married to Nightcrawler in a bunch of comics. Yeah, that happens. That's just something I love. They have a kid called Stephanie. <laughs> I have no idea why I said that because her name is Talia. I got confused. <laughs> Who is blue? Um, I was gonna say that's my nan's name, but then you said he was blue, and I was like, my nan's not blue. <laughs> Take that back, take that back. Um, she is often from... I mean, she's, she's often Romani in the comics, so she's often from, like, Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. Well, Sokovia. Cool shit. Sokovia. I mean, Sokovia in the movies. Sometimes it's, like, Serbia, sometimes it's Hungary, sometimes it's just straight Poland. She's from around about. Sometimes she you has an what? accent, sometimes she doesn't. Do you know what? The comics are so fucking confusing. You have not said a definitive statement once. <laughs> Well, I feel like I've thrown out things, you know? I've thrown out information. I'm a walking Wikipedia page. Ooh, do you want to see her occupations on her fandom page? Adventurer. Former witch. Oh, former witchcraft tutor. Housewife. Mutant terrorist. What a CV. I I hope to one day have that much of an impressive CV. Me too. She has no formal education. Eric homeschooled. That's sad. That is sad. Um, yeah. Her yeah. middle name is Django. Just to reiterate. <laughs> Just so you know, her middle name is Django. She wears red. Let's go. Beautiful. That's a general wonder overview. You know what? I think the overview should just make things more confusing. I think so too. I think we got to confuse the audience. That's the key to podcasting. <laughs> Is you you jump in, make a bad pun, confuse the audience, talk for three hours. That's a successful podcast right there. So maybe after every fact you give. <laughs> I'll cut out the babies. I'll cut out the babies. <laughs> Just to make you look dumb in this moment. <laughs> okay, okay. Beautiful. Should we get to the movies? Let's go. Should we get to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yes. Let's start with her introduction. 
her questionable introduction as Wanda in uh, maybe, not gonna lie, recently I have found my least favourite movie of all time, Age of Ultron. I fucking hate this movie. Avengers Age of Ultron. (laughs) This movie fucking sucks. (laughs) <laughs> did I, I watched it first I think I gave it two stars and that was generous that was very generous uh-huh. I am, I'm bringing that down this movie is um bad but it's also it's watchable I just it's annoying I want it's everyone to shut up and everyone is annoying as hell <laughs> everyone no, needs no to shut the fuck up character, and everyone's acting weird and no one Joss is funny Whedon is like quipping every two minutes and it's so annoying. And I love quips. And it's annoying <laughs> as fuck. You like James Gunn quips. Yeah, I want James Gunn quips. Not Joss Whedon having Pietro's last words, but you should have seen that coming. Okay, no! okay, okay, okay. Sorry, okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We've got to save this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you can't bring up the most egregious fact right away. You, once, once you say Ultra, I, I really, I can't stop. <laughs> I can't calling it roughly one week of Ultron one week as of the Ultron. title. Okay, so Wanda is introduced. I mean, technically she's introduced in the post credit scene of, of your favourite movie, Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, she is. She is. Um, but otherwise, she's introduced in this movie, and um, it's... Where is it on our list? Is it second to the bottom? Yes. Because it's not great, but, I mean, we, we, we discussed this. Should we get into it? You dislike it more than I do. Oh, yeah. I, I, we're looking at just Wanda right now, yeah? Yes, just Wanda. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I talked about this in the Steve episode. I have so much beef with having Wanda's introduction be... Nazi? <laughs> Nazi? I was going to say Hydra, but yeah. Nazi. Nazi. Like, you... Yeah. Like, they took this character directly from the comics. That's all they had. Her dad is Magneto. She is Jewish. She is Romani. And they were like, okay, so we're going to adapt her and she can work for Hydra. It's fucked up. It's a little fucked up. Like, I just, what what was the thought process there? I mean, it was because they needed Hydra to be the villain coming off of Winter Soldier. Yeah. And they just slotted her in with the villain. It's it's, honestly, it's kind of disgusting. I really It is. Yeah. Like, Marvel's never known, in any kind of Marvel, Fox, Marvel, Disney, Marvel, they, they don't know how to tackle this topic. They really don't know how to do it. They fuck it up every single time. Yeah. I'd say First Class got the closest. Yeah, First Class did alright. And then Apocalypse comes and you're like, oh, fuck. And then, uh, don't, don't, don't bring, no, Rihanna will be here all day. We can do this all day. Don't bring up, <laughs> don't bring up X-Men Apocalypse. Don't do this to us. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not my favourite. To be fair, all they're doing is taking from the comics that Wanda is often evil, she's mm-hmm. often villainous, and her powers, to be fair, play a really great narrative role in this. Yeah. Like, her giving all the Avengers illusions of, like, what they want or what they don't want or the most horrifying thing or, like, you know, all those kinds of, like, worst nightmare things is great and it's cool, but it does nothing for Wanda as a character. Like, she has yeah. barely any personality in this movie. She's, like, an angsty teen I think. Yeah, that's always up in the air. How fucking old is she? So right now I think she's meant to be like 16. And I think she's meant sure. to be like 18 until they get to WandaVision. They're like, she's now 30. We retconned it, she's 30. Yeah, yeah. But I think here she's meant to be like 16. She's wearing like a, a dress and a jacket and like knee-high socks and like... Honestly, yeah. we should just be happy that her tits aren't out because it's Joss Whedon. I think we should just be happy that Even- she's not being horribly objectified. 
Yeah, yeah. But even then, she looks... I mean, they, they, she's red, I guess. She's wearing red. Red? <laughs> but I think they're just trying to make her look like a teenager, like with the eyeliner and, and shit. And the nails. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's fine. I mean, we, we learn her motivations are a, a stark missile bomb killed her parents, right? Yeah, That's and she thought it was going to kill her, so she resents the name. Yeah, yeah. I don't Fair know why play. she couldn't have tried to take Tony down separately from the Nazi organization, but sure. Yeah. And like, yeah. Oh, and this was, again, this movie was created before we wanted to acknowledge mutants, and so they True. were like, okay, uh... Hydra gives her the, the, the abilities. Right. And then in we this... were like, she's a mutant. In it's still the mind stone in this, isn't it, that gives her the mutation? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, they're just trying to fit around their, like, story, I guess. She really is just being put in a box to fit the story, which, not gonna lie, is gonna be a theme. Yeah. Wanda is often not given that much attention in these ensemble movies, which she is in. Like, she's not given a project dedicated to her until WandaVision. Like, yeah. she is within the ensemble, she's often, like, low down on the, like, characters given attention, which is fine, yeah. but it means that she's not doing a lot personality-wise. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fine to have a villain who's, like, young and grieving and misguided. Yeah, yeah, and, definitely. Like, which I guess works. She works fine as just a narrative device, but her as a person does nothing. Yeah. I mean, I think the only thing this movie kind of does quite well of her personality-wise is the fact that they do show in this movie that Wanda always has this, like, underlying kind of rage. True. That's one thing I think they do. Yeah. You know, she she does. She does. Right. Like, like that bubbling kind of rage in her. Yeah. Because obviously, um, you know, Pietro dies. She does that scream, which is actually very cool. And then oh, she's sick. And then she literally brutally murders Ultron. Yeah. It's like, pretty sick. Which I can't imagine like Steve kneeling down and plucking out his heart. And like talking to him and crushing like, I already his heart. did. Yeah. yeah, like Steve wouldn't That's do true. that. But that, yeah. that shows something about Wanda that she has yeah. that, ven- that vengeance in her. That's true. Yeah, I feel like so much of what I don't mind about her in this movie is Elizabeth Olsen. Like she's being all creepy. Yeah. She's she's doing like the hand things. Like she always does the hand movements really well, mm-hmm. and she's like creeping about and being all like angsty. That's fun. Yeah. I mean, the accent. We we've got it. <laughs> it must be addressed. It sounds more Russian to me the more I hear it. Yeah. Like, it's obviously meant to be, like, East European, but it sounds very Russian to me. Yeah. Which is odd. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's the quote that you always quote that everyone's afraid of something, and I listen to it again. Everyone's afraid of something. Exactly. That's the way you say it. I listened to it again, and I realised it was another one of those instances where yep. she does say yep. it very yep. normally. <laughs> I did the same thing. But you've been quoting it for, like, five years. And it gets and, like, more and more ridiculous. Everybody's afraid of something. <laughs> you go back and watch the movie, and she's like, oh, everyone's afraid of something. <laughs> But it is still quite jarring. Yeah, it's it's quite an accent. I see why they immediately got rid of it. Well, the thing is, I thought so. I don't know about it. I was watching all the scenes. She's still got it a bit in Multiverse of Madness. Like, she never quite let go. Well, she goes... Go. Well, yeah, because in Civil War, they're like, yeah, she's doing an American accent to, to blend in. Elizabeth Olsen no. just wanted to use an American On accent. Set Elizabeth Olsen free. Don't do it. It's fine. Just retcon it. You've retconned her age. Just give her, after WandaVision, she wants to stay American. 
It's fine. It's fine. That's fine. She can do an inflection on Pietro's name, I guess. But, like, it's fine. Yeah. We're fine. Her kids aren't Russian. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it also... They do kind of jump the shark with her and Pietro's relationship because, like, their relationship is so important in the comics. Often doing things for each other, and obviously, the times that Pietro dies does really motivate her. I mean, like in House of M, that's like, uh, I, we'll do spoilers at the end, and then I'll put it at the beginning, like I did last time. But at the end of House of M, Pietro, I think, dies. I think, and she's like holding him, and that's when she does the action to like get rid of mutants. Like, it's often her motivator. Right. But they really jump the shark just because they wanted to say they killed an Avenger in the second Avengers movie and it was just the guy they introduced immediately. Yeah. But even though it's cool that she blows up when he dies, they kind of jump the shark on their relationship a bit. Yeah. It's a a shame. It really is. I also realised when I was watching Age of Ultron, she kind of exists to ask Ultron questions. Like, she's always asking him about his motivations, and, like, when he's explaining his motivations, all of her lines are just asking him, like, why? How? What? Well, yeah, that just adds on to what you were saying, that she's more of a plot device, right? Yeah. I think she's just a narrative device. She's a fine narrative device. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's mostly at the bottom of the list. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Just Joss Whedon is garbage. What did you expect? Yeah, I'm I'm fully ready to never think about this movie again until the next time we have to think about this movie <laughs> for the podcast. When we talk about Sam Wilson. <laughs> to be fair, I googled it. He only has fifty seconds of screen time in that movie. So. I watched it. <laughs> yes, I watched it too. But he has fifty yeah. seconds of screen time. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Thank God he got the hell out of this movie. Isn't he there at the end though? Yeah. Doesn't he have like a? He, no, he's he's no, he's only in the um. The new Avengers assemble. But yeah, should we be done with Joss Whedon? Let's let's say goodbye to Joss Whedon. Goodbye. For hopefully the last time. R- rotten hell. Anyway. Anyways, um, Civil War! <laughs> because I don't have that many more positive feelings about... Uh, to me, this is slightly lower. Mm. Even though I, I do like the Roosters, at least. The only thing is... I The one thing I'll give Ultron is that I feel like Wanda has a, like, stylized personality. Here, no offence. To me, nothing is happening. Yeah. I, yeah. And also, and also they lean into the cleavage, and I'm like, no. Fucking this is where no. they start leaning into the fucking cleavage, and I'm like, get out of my face. Jesus Christ. Like, the scene where she's, like, kneeling with vision, it's like, oh my oh god. Oh my god. Boobs. So many boobs. Anyway, you go. You go. You, you talk about this first. Oh, okay. Um... Because you said you had one thing you wrote down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I have no notes. Actually, I have a few things written down, but I've only got one point. Oh, go on. Is that I, well, for me, I prefer this depiction of Wanda to Ultron, personally. Because I like that they... I don't... It's, it's weird how they play with the idea of, like, how Wanda is perceived actually in-universe in the MCU in this movie. They... They do it very weirdly, because that's Wanda's arc in this movie, right? She mm. starts the film, she accidentally kills loads of people, people are terrified of her, Tony puts her on house arrest, and then Clint, for some reason, is like, because <laughs> we need more Clint. Well, I, I get only why, noticed we... that it's Clint in both movies. Yeah, it's the first his... time I noticed that yeah. he talks to her both times. <laughs> I <laughs> think they're hell. setting up like a, a old bond that we never do ever again. Why would you want to make her worse <laughs> by putting it next to Clint? I Continue. Know. But um, and then Clint tells her you can't 
change how people see you, you can only view you can only change how you see yourself, right? And what what yeah. you're gonna do about it. He he really likes telling her like get off your ass and do something. Clint loves telling other people how to live their lives when he's abandoned his children multiple uh, times. I think Clint is like just lazy millennials. <laughs> God damn no one wants to work anymore in the Avengers. <laughs> no one wants to fight Tony Stark with me anymore. <laughs> All I want to do is fight Tony Stark and no one will do it with me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's she's like the microcosm of the idea of Civil War. Mm-hmm. Is like, you're a powerful person. Are your powers dangerous or are they the asset? That's like the, the moral debate yeah. of Civil War. And like, she's a nice microcosm for it, I think. Yeah. And she, she comes to the conclusion of agreeing with Clint, right? She agrees that I can't control how people see me, I've just yeah. gotta keep doing what I'm doing. She's team Steve. And like, I can't tell if it's on purpose, but that always felt like a weird conclusion to me. Because like, yeah, people are scared of you because you killed... Because <laughs> you killed so many of, of them! A lot of and people. you didn't try! It was a complete accident! Yeah, like, I... And I don't know if that is, like, a purposeful choice, because that that feels like a kind of morally grey conclusion, the idea of her to the point of, like, no, fuck it, I've just got to keep going. Yeah. I don't know how on purpose that is, or if we are meant to be fully on her side. I'm not fully on her side here. Like, I, I... No, I think you should stay in house arrest for a bit. That was real bad. Make more cooking with vision, please. Yeah. And, like, it feels like if they were going to try and go down the route of good person they'd give her more of an arc of i've got to make amends right because mm. she obviously doesn't try yeah. and make amends that oh, we no. know of she, she blows up an airport <laughs> as revenge <laughs> yeah so yeah they i were, don't know to me they were just trying to get people into different teams like it's the same <laughs> argument people have with well, peter yeah. parker like you know people like peter parker would never be team tony it's like well in this case he is fuck you and i think it's the same with wanda where they were like how do we make wanda team steve mm-hmm. i guess we can do this and like snake around the plot points and i think it is like a, a marriage of convenience in that way yeah yeah I, sure i think when you do accept it i do agree that it is tough i don't think i'm going to give them the credit of saying that you're supposed to you wonder in a like more cautious i don't think you're meant to have an opinion on wonder based on her decision i think she's just meant to make the decision but i suppose when you do take it at face value it it does make her more questionable that she decides to kind of choose herself over the rest of the world yeah that is compelling i i don't think it's intentional but i think it is compelling yeah yeah i don't think it's intentional but i mean i still prefer viewing it that way that's more interesting yeah to me that's true I don't know why Clint thinks that, but... I don't don't think Clint thinks anything. I think Clint Clint is the most obviously puppeted by the writers to say things, to go around and say things. I think we've got to do a Clint episode one day. I feel like I've got to expel my demons. (laughs) But then that will force me to read that one comic that everyone likes of his, which maybe that'll be good for me. Seems nice. What was it? Um, My Life is a, a Weapon, is that it? The one that Hawkeye's based off? Yeah, I don't know the name of it. I think it's that. Okay. It's the one where everyone likes him, and then they made Hawkeye that, and we're like, but he still sucks. Is is that probably where we get the Clint loves pizza and hangs in the vents and has a dog? And... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Vent some 2012 Avengers <laughs> fanfiction. <laughs> what, what was he called? 
It was like ceiling vent clint button or something yeah, as like a tag. A yeah. tag on air too. Oh, we were such a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I just don't... With Wanda in this movie, I feel like she has less personality. Uh-huh. Like, even though the stakes are rising for her, like, clearly that the public hates her, her team kind of hates her, she's kind of the reason that the fucking civil war is happening. Yeah. Because she's the reason the accords are happening, and yet she just... She's not giving a lot of personality. She's kind of just hanging about. And I understand if it's, like, the overwhelming or the weight of everything. I get it. But I find it really boring. I... It sounds bad. I feel like I could have done with her getting some, like, hate mail or something. I feel like... (laughs) Or at least her reacting like she was getting hate mail. I don't think she was. No, like... I don't know, I think I needed just one more scene with her. I think the Russos were like, yeah, the the Vision and the Steve scene are enough. But like, I think I needed one more. Yeah, there's probably something they cut. Maybe like a scene with Tony where she's trying to be like, look, I'm really sorry. And he's just like, sorry, it's not good enough. It's not. Sorry. It's kind of too late for that. And she reacts like upset or angry or something. Yeah. Just something. And like her, and like it's it's so funny watching her and Vision together, and like they have just zero chemistry, and obviously they're capable of it because they have so much in Wandavision. Mm. But here, they have none. It's not whether it's the directing or the writing or whatever. It's not happening. Yeah. It's boring, and it feels like it's another thing where she's being completely. Um, conceptualized by her abilities right like she's too Uh powerful people are scared of her she's scared of herself and it all feels like a conclusion you come to when you think of her powers which is fair i like when they do that but no offense it's not a personality trait i don't know who this person is like yeah i feel like i want her to lean in either way and have a bit more emotion which we keep saying this it it could just be that we have like a male writer and a male director and they Mm. don't know how to write a woman being emotive and it's just and they don't know how to direct a woman being emotive. So we get nothing. So we get nothing. I feel like... Even in, like, her costumes, I could have learned a bit more. Her costumes oh, are really dude, like, even don't get me fucking started. Like, we see her room, like, and it looks like a hotel room. <laughs> it looks like an Ikea, like, um, like window. Like, like a showroom. I do not believe like a for a moment poster. she plays the guitar. Like, no, just put, like, put some posters up. Like, make it... <laughs> Ness, I don't know, something. This is why I liked the emo aesthetic. At least it's something. Gave us something. This, this room is nothing. And Steve comes and sits with her and like he kind of has like a cool uncle energy with her, I mm-hmm. guess. But I'm I'm reading the fuck into that because there's nothing happening. Like she at this point also, she's not even really a teenager. I think they're still going for teenager. She's ageless. She's just she. To be honest, I think she's like a. a she gives me twenty year old that has an identity crisis of am I an adult or a child? I don't know. Which fair enough, but they're not even leaning into that. Like I'm like, is Steve her cool uncle or is he her teammate? Is Vision like her like caretaker or is he her like loving? Like I, she lives in this weird mm-hmm. space where I don't know where to think of her, yeah. and it means that we end up with nothing. Yeah. I, and then Clint makes it worse. Like, we always used to fucking joke that we had that scene with Vision, Wanda, and Clint, who were at the time all of everyone's least favorite <laughs> characters, sharing a scene where I'm like, oh. skip, 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 skip. I still, I hate that scene. It makes no sense. And, like, Wait. they they give her an arc, and it doesn't make sense. Why does she side with Clint? It doesn't... Wait, <sighs> think about it, we could have done an interesting <sighs> thing. She's just joined the Avengers. Why would we do something with that? Maybe she has fans and they turn on her. 
Maybe love she's that. A newcomer in the Avengers and people love her and then they're like, oh shit, she just killed a lot of people. Oh, no, I better understand. She just murdered a lot of people in Nigeria. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, this but you're following Wanda on Twitter. Can you unfollow her, please? Because like, didn't you see that she killed a bunch of people? Did you not see the thread I just shared? <laughs> Why Wanda Maxwell is problematic? A thread, thread emoji. People like subtweeting other people about following Wanda. Like it doesn't even have to be that. It could just be that like Wanda is is new and figuring herself up. Maybe maybe it's like a slight Homelander situation where she kills people and people are like we love it and she's like do I do I lean into this? The answer should be no. But maybe there are people being like, "Hey, Wanda." Universe, yes, I love that. Maybe people like, "Hey, Wanda, you hey, you were doing the right thing. Hey, that was a country that isn't part of America, so we don't care who you killed." Like maybe the government goes to her and is like, "Hey, maybe keep doing that." <laughs> <laughs> we're getting a little too close to home for Marvel oh, and their military propaganda. But like, you know what I mean? Like, we could have at least done something. Maybe it's a rogue organization that's like, "Hey, Wanda, you know, you're actually doing some some stuff for the military here." Like, I don't know. I feel like Wanda doesn't react. And it's not Elizabeth Olsen's fault, because no. we know she can, because she does later on. But they're not giving her anything. She's just yeah. following what Clint or Tony says. Go on, girl, give us nothing. Go on, girl, give us nothing. And, like, even in her physical clothes, like, she, we introduce her new superhero outfit here, which we get for a couple movies. Mm. Uh, what the fuck is it? It's a corset and a trench coat, I believe. Yes. Um, still some heels, which she has combat wedges, as all women do in these movies. Which and every, just the woman's essential. <laughs> the combat wedges, and just cleavage. And like, I'm fu- women can do whatever they want. I would love a woman who's a superhero who's happy to be naked. But like, it's just it's just every woman in every comic and everything. And always there's always just so much boob. And like, I'm. I'm not a prude. I'm happy for people to be naked. Make one of the men naked at least, so we have some equality here. <laughs> equality. Like, just, just, just get everyone's just, naked. Just, honestly, that's my dream. X Men is everyone is almost <laughs> naked just for fun. But like, at least don't pretend that you're not just giving us Wanda and Natasha cleavage and everyone else's head to toe in like spandex and metal. Like, come on. Yeah. And at least Wanda's not even a character who would have cleavage. Like, at least when Emma Frost is naked, we all know why. She's no, a slut and we love her. Yes. She's amazing. But Wanda is an insecure teenager who just committed mass murder. She's not going to be like, I'm going to wear my combat corset with my boobs out. Well, yeah, because like... As much as, like, it would have, as much as I hate saying this, it would have made sense in Ultron because she's just, like, a random civilian, right? Sure. She's a member of the Avengers. Get her a suit! For God's sake! She's in the fucking Avengers. Was Tony just like, yeah, no, we have no more nanotech technology. <laughs> we don't have the budget! <laughs> we don't have the budget! <laughs> Sorry, Wanda. I don't have the money to get you a shirt, I'm afraid. Goes off to Stark Tower. That's just Ultron Tony, though, isn't it? <laughs> I love Tony, but it's so funny how he's just like, oh, I can't do anything. It's not like I'm the oh, richest no. man in the world. And he destroyed the, the world with 10 million <laughs> robots last movie. <laughs> but there's nothing in the budget for to get you a top. It's so realistic, though. Like, Peter made his own jumper. Can Peter get her a jumper, please? It's just so... It's it's. Look, it's not a new hot take that maybe not. not all women in superhero <laughs> movies shouldn't have their boobs out all the time while all the wow. other men are covered. But, you know, I feel like I should say it, and I feel brave. Wow. <laughs> Here we are. Changing the world, Margaret. 
Look, I'm gonna have more things to say about it when we get to comics, Wanda. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. She's just crying over Pietro's dead body with just, like, full, like, nipples. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. She looks kind of cool. And they're going for the red, I guess. Like, there's a silhouette that feels kind of Magneto-reminiscent. Yeah. If I'm being generous. Yeah. Look, I'm only gonna have good things to say when we get to Multiverse of Madness about the clothes, so let me shit on the combat corset no, for go now. go for it, go for it. It's <laughs> atrocious. I like her rings, though, and her, like, chip nail varnish. It's a nice detail. Love that, yeah. It's lovely. And the accent is waning slightly? Well, yeah, well, it's American at the start. Because they're, like, undercover. She you is, can like, kind of hear the twang, American. though. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck they were told was to do. I don't think they told her anything and she just gave it a go. I appreciate that. Oh, also, can I just say, there is one thing I have to say about this. This is that I feel like this movie introduces an aspect of Wanda's character just in general in like the comics and everything that I find slightly frustrating, which is this like helplessness that Wanda has. Where basically she's always depicted as like completely helpless in that my abilities are crazy. I have no control. I'm just going to guess I'm just going to sit here and cry. Right, okay. Like, I feel like Wanda so often doesn't have agency. She's just kind of in a state of, like, my powers are crazy. I'm sad. Yeah. And it doesn't go further than that. And I feel yeah. like this is partly why I don't love the Civil War interpretation of Wanda, which I, I get this is a big ensemble. Wanda is, like, the tenth most important character. It's completely understandable that we don't spend time on her motives and her emotions. But it's just one of many times where Wanda is just like, my powers are crazy. Guess I'm sad about that. That feels very comics and I don't love. Because there's no reason to have a character not have agency. Yeah. Feels lazy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Don't love it. It's giving me big Charles energy of, oh no, I'm fainting. (laughs) Guess I can't use my abilities (laughs) in the final act. Oh Oh, no, bye. (laughs) I don't have to be useful. (sighs) Yeah. Anyway, so those were like significantly the bottom of our list. Yeah. yeah. Shall we move on to Infinity War and Endgame? I think we should lump yeah. them together, because not gonna lie, she's not an Endgame really. Nope, she is um, dead for five years. And then comes back, cries over Vision, is the only one at his funeral. We'll get there. First, <laughs> Infinity War. Infinity War not gonna lie. Not gonna lie, I don't hate this. It's slight. I think it's a. I think it's an improvement on Civil War, but not by much. I mean, yeah, it, it feels like for once in the situation, it's Vision who doesn't really have the agency anymore. He True. is completely at whim to the plot. Yeah, and it's Wanda who has to like. Make she the makes tough the call. choice. Yeah, yeah. Which I like. I mean, yeah, I, I quite like it. It's 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 absolutely brutal what they do to her in this movie. It is truly trauma one oh one. They, it's I mean, that's incredible. the thing with Wanda. We ha- what what trauma do we have so far in MCU oh. Wanda? So parents dead, dead parents nearly Maybe died in a bombing. Die. Um, dead brother, mm. uh, committed mass murder. Her, was in prison for however many oh just days because Steve rescued her. But you know yeah. the world hates her on the run. Imprisonment. Um, lost all of her friends that she gained. Public enemy number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, Vision dead. She not is de- not alone. Not only dead Vision. Oh, I killed had Vision. To, and then Vision came back to life. And then I watched Vision die. And, and then I got vision. slightly caressed by Grape Man before it happened. <laughs> and, he, and he was a dick about it. I was called my child by Thanos. <laughs> 
<laughs> I had to live in Scotland for a week and that's Scotland, the oh, trauma. Got that one. <laughs> had to be in Scotland. Visited Scotland. <laughs> I think I'm going to Scotland in a couple months. Sorry, oh, Scotland. Yeah. I'm gonna get pelted with tomatoes. Dad and I are going on a little whiskey trip. Oh, that's so cute. And we're going to go see his, like, home where he used to live. Oh, lovely. Yeah. That's nice. But anyway, list of trauma. If you in. <laughs> no, I think she will. I think she has bigger problems right now. That's true. I'll just show my Welsh card and she's, like, solidarity. Yeah, yeah I want to clarify. We make fun of Scotland. We are not English. I just we are not like English. I should put that we on We sound English. We but we are not English. Very English, but we are not English. <laughs> but that's not us. Technically, I'm a bit English, but we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that with you. No, no. No, no. We are Welsh. Yes. Which, to be fair, depending on your point of view, is basically English, but from our point of view, it's not. It's, it's, no. It's, it's not. not. It's no. not. We hate England as much as the next guy. Trust me, we hate, we, we, we <laughs> joke about Scotland. We truly hate England. We don't hate Scotland. No, no, no. Scotland is like a older brother beef, you know? Like, we fight, but like, really, mm-hmm. we're together in this. Yeah. And then we all have a common enemy, which is England. England. The enemy of my enemy is truly my friend. I and the enemy this is England. Whilst I sit in England. <laughs> I'm currently hey, in England. I think if you asked a good portion of English people, Liverpool is basically Wales. <laughs> to be fair, Liverpool's cool enough. <laughs> it's but more than it's still enough. England. At least you're in the north. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We're well, not from yeah. South England. <laughs> this is where Rishi kicks me out. <laughs> <laughs> I think if he was going to kick you out, he would you out a long time ago. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Infinity War. The, the trauma is piling. At least, you know what, I, I think if you'd asked me, right, when this movie came out, yeah. obviously Wanda and Vision are the emotional core of this movie. Mm-hmm. They are the only people with a relationship that is the, the emotional climactic point at the end. Mm. If you had asked me at the time, do Wanda and Vision have chemistry, I would have told you no. I would have been like, they're boring, I want to skip them, this is annoying. Yes. Post WandaVision, obviously I love them now and I stan. Going back and watching Infinity War, I think the scene of them in the hotel is very cute. And actually, it works for me now. Retroactively, it actually works for me a lot better now. I think it's actually quite sweet. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was a point in time where they ruined the movie for me. Yeah? Genuinely a point in time where I just sat and I was watching the- I watched this movie and I'd be like, I don't buy the stakes because I would kill Vision in a heart. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the thing is that the the tension is that we have to kill Vision and everyone at home is sitting there like, bro, kill Vision, we don't Just like him. Kill him. <laughs> He's a robot. And now obviously man, I obviously I would save the world for little goofy, I'm gonna swallow gum and do a little horsey magic act vision. I would I would yes. defend him with my life. Mm. Toaster at the time, dead. Like, I was just sitting there like, T'Challa, you're putting your country on the line. <laughs> the <vision>? the toaster. <laughs> but anyway, Wanda, she has a bit more agency in this movie. Like she is protecting Vision. That is a goal she has. Yeah, I like she that. is like hanging out with Vision like mm. voluntarily. They presumably had sex in that hotel room. We've discussed the I logistics of this before. How do they have sex? I'm Who assuming with his human body, right? Right. But we talked about this before, like, is his human body an illusion or is it, like, skin? Like, does he still, like, clang-clang if you knock him? Does it just look Yeah, human? I think so. Yeah, I think it's clang-clang. Yeah? Yeah, I reckon so. Because everything in Westview was clang-clang. I guess. Is his penis clang-clang? In yeah, which case, that shit's not. not warming up at any moment. <laughs> you know? That's like a, that's like a freezer dick. I'm gonna stop this conversation. <laughs> 
right now. That's, you were doing well what? until he said the word warning. <laughs> On we go. Anyways, Infinity War, Thanos is coming. <laughs> Hell yeah, he is. <laughs> no! Thanos is warming. No! And this person pressing the stop button on the record. I can do that now. You stop recording, you're like, Margaret, I'm vetoing this conversation. Okay, no, no, I think it's cute. I think her vision are nice. They have nice chemistry. It shows that Wanda is, like, is it, I always forget, who's visiting who? It's Vision who's visiting Wanda in Scotland. Yeah, right? he's, he's, yeah, okay. Wanda's like, there's a train at 11. So and she's presumably hanging with Steve or not? I think is that, this I think, like a trip? Yeah, so they're both respectively with their teams from Civil War, but they're allowed brief little trips to Scotland. Okay. Where they can do whatever right. they want to do. Right, Steve gives her a little pat on the head and is like, go get him, kid, and then come back. Yeah, be safe. Okay. Um, have fun. And then they have to check <laughs> Gives him. her a condom. So, pulls up a chair like, so, you want to have sex? And Wanda's like, I should have been Team Tony. At least he would have given the sex talk right. <laughs> I'm signing the accords. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah she hangs out with them it shows that she wants to be with vision like that there's an agency to her where she's going to visit him and like mm-hmm. you feel for her when they get attacked she is too fair the more i think about it i actually quite like that scene i think the action's pretty cool it's, she's it's like good. fighting people off vision which works yeah vision getting stabbed scares the shit out of me every time still scares me but yeah that, that whole that whole sequence is great you can't beat it let's destroy yeah. glasgow <laughs> Hell Aren't they in Edinburgh? Oh yeah, they're going to there's a train to it's Glasgow Edim- or something, isn't it? They cause they mentioned yeah. Glasgow. Oh do they? Yeah. One that's like there's a train from Glasgow or Yeah, I think it's Glasgow Edinburgh that or- Oh or does it say Glasgow at the bottom of the screen? Now now I feel bad. Like that's literally where my family's from, I should know. I, I, I don't know, you know. Because they have the timestamp. Oh no, the timestamp probably just says Scotland, says, knowing them. Look, says if we Britain. if we have a timestamp that says space, we have a timestamp that says Scotland. <laughs> space, Glasgow. <laughs> Where were they? I thought I thought it was Edinburgh train station. Yeah, it's Edinburgh train station. Oh, okay. No, I know they said I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> look, she kills Vision. It's sad. Yeah. Well, Her powers are cool when she, you know, uses the razor. She oh. makes the razors fly, kills the woman. Why was she up there all this time? Hilarious. Akoi, we love you. <laughs> I do love Akoi. Yeah, she she's fun. And when she kills Vision, very sad, very cool moment. I, you know, that I love a uh, a Marvel fight that doesn't just end in stabby stabby. It's actually yes. dynamic and emotional and interesting. Also, is this the moment where we say that Wanda is canonically strongest Avenger because she was. Destroying a time stone while simultaneously holding Thanos back. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Girl that boss. That is insane. Girl boss. That's absolutely insane. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. 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 It's, it's I, real, I don't mind sad. this. I don't know. It's real sad. I like her outfits of like the ripped jeans and the beanie. I think they're still going for like 20, 21. Yeah. I don't mind it. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. And then in Endgame, she's just borderline not in the movie. She. <gasps> Wait. Can, can I read what I have written down? Go on. I personally think that Clint being her only friend at the end is what drove her over the edge <laughs> in one division. Yes, I stand by that. <laughs> the yes. fact that she has a funeral for Vision and has a moment with Clint where they're both like, ah, oh, no one, people only cared about Tony, right? No one cared about our friends. Yeah. 
And Clint is like, well, at least you have me. And Wanda's like, I'm going to go die. <laughs> I'm going to go lose my Where's mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go say hi to Haywood and then have a breakdown. <laughs> God, imagine losing everyone in your life and all you have left is Clint Barton. And then Clint is like, well, you still have me. And she's like, I do not. Respectfully, no. No. Go back to your fucking family, Clint. I'm not glad the only thing I have written down for this movie is Wanda's better than me. If Thanos said I really didn't know who I was, I would straight yeah. up leave. Yeah. That's what Honestly, I have. I know it's a slightly cool moment, her being like, you know, you took everything from me. He's like, I don't know who you are. And she's like, you will. Look, it's cool. But if, but honestly, I know she recovered Thanos saying, I don't know who you are. Dead. Fucking slayed. That is hilarious. Mm, that it, I, I would actually be like, you know what? You win. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna go dust again. Because fuck this <laughs> shit. <laughs> can you snap again, please? I'm out. You know what, Tony? When, when you're getting everyone, can you get me in there, please? <laughs> Genuinely. I would just be standing there like, I mean, well, you know, fuck, fuck you, I guess. Fuck, um, fuck I mean, you. Um, I mean, I literally, like, we have a thing. Like, I don't even know you. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> you killed my boyfriend. I mean, you don't know me. But 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 we talked. But you 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 touched my head and called me my child. Not, I, mean, I don't even know why. Why am I here? Why the fuck am I here? I, I don't know. Do you know what? If Thanos said that to me, I would have sucker punched him into the grave. Yeah. I would have been like, "Fuck this." It could either go one of two ways. I would leave of embarrassment, or I'd be like, "Hey," or I'd snap. And just That's go. I would, my I would mentally snap and be like, I'm creating Westview right here and now. You are becoming my chef in my house where you have to make me fucking bacon forever, Thanos. WandaVision, but Thanos is one of the like, neighborhood yeah. people. Oh my god, Josh Brolin is just like, Wanda, it's dinner time. Wanda, the bushes look amazing. He comes out, Catherine. He, oh, he becomes Ralph, Catherine Hahn's husband. That's the, that's the good ending that. of WandaVision, where Ralph was just, um, no, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. I kind of love that. It would have been a better ending. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. Oh. Don't get me started. Anyway, um, it's fine. Yeah. Should we continue? Yeah, should we just keep going? Keep on? I think we've got we to gotta keep chugging. Does, does this mean that it might be a one episode? I think we can do it. Should we let's do it? Should we do it? Alright, let's do it. Let's WandaVision. Do it. Let's do it. Okay, um, WandaVision. There um, she goes. Multiverse of Madness. Multiverse of Madness. Alright, let's talk about Morbius. Morbius. Um, it's Morbin time. <laughs> okay, WandaVision. The best TV show ever created. Agree, Rihanna? Thank God we no. agree. Okay, it's way better than Falcon the Winter Soldier. We fuck both off. agree. Let's move on. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> now oh, you want to go? You want to go? Let's go. Let's fucking go. You took everything from me. <laughs> I don't even know who you are, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I only watched you, you once. You will next week. <laughs> I will. I'll only watch the Zemo episodes. How could you? We've already done that. <laughs> no, we, don't. Oh, we did actually <laughs> we did do that. We did do that. We just sat and watched the Zemo episodes and then we watched Civil War. Because those are the only episodes worth watching. <laughs> you and your Zemo obsession. No, it's me and my Falcon the Winter Soldier distaste. Oh, oh I can't wait for next week. Do you know what? Welcome to Carrot Chaos. No, this no. is the Sam episode. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm hijacking this shit. Uh, no, 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 no. On track, on track. Podcast uh, comes first, before personal beef. Never. Anyway. All things aside, One Division is great. Yeah, and this is... <laughs> I think we definitively agree this is the best portrayal of Wanda. Yeah. Yes. Top tier. 
Yes, easily. I'm going to say, like, up front, I think it's partly because this is the one time we get focus on Wanda as a person. It might just be partly the necessity of the fact that we get to see Wanda from her perspective with her, how she's feeling for a very long time. Mm -hmm. But also, I think she's just written better. (laughs) I think she's just written so much better, Mm -hmm. so much more compelling. Elizabeth Olsen is allowed to just have personality. She is charismatic as fuck. Yeah, yeah. She's fun. She's silly. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a great just journey in general. Like, Love it. It's like a solid like character development character arc. Like it's just like I feel like the show is there for a purpose. Like she's there yeah. for a reason. Yeah, you know? and it it toys with her gray area in a nice way mm. because it shows that while she does want to be a good person, she is completely capable and okay with hurting other people. Yes, it's like a great balance. Yeah. Yeah. But she is not malicious in this show. She's largely unaware of the harm she is causing until she is, and then she feels bad, but not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it toys her line that seems to be, like, her thing from now of just, like, she will do anything for her family and to protect her family. Yeah. But she does feel bad about hurting other people, but her family is top priority. Yeah, her well, bar of this is me being reasonable is uh, lower than some of our own <laughs> bars of this I, is I, me being reasonable. I'd like to hope so, yeah. <laughs> well, this is what I mean by what I described her earlier. of like She is someone who has just been through so much and will stop at nothing to make sure that that never gets taken away again. And that's, that's mm-hmm. all what I love. That's such a good character. Yeah. It's so good. It's so understandable. Mm-hmm. I think grief is portrayed so nicely in this show, just in like yeah. little ways, not just in that one scene where she cries and creates Westview right at the end, but like the little ways in which when she starts to understand what's happening, just like the raw like denial yeah. that overtakes her. Well, yeah, it's she's so just, good. She's just doing what every regular person would do after losing someone if they had that ability. It's just exploring the idea of grief, but like with superpowers, like, what does that create? What would that drive mm. a person to do? Yeah. And like all of the other things we've discussed so far, it does kind of start with her abilities and what would naturally happen with your abilities, but also gives her the agency and the personality to combine. Yeah. And be like, what happens when you combine these events, who she is, what she's willing to do, and what she could do. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. And, like, it also it shows her having other people in her life she has friends like her interactions with monica in episode three which is like my favorite thing i love episode three like she has this relationship with monica where Mm -hmm. she like has friends like you see so much of her when she makes little decisions of like how she treats vision when they're like partners like she wants to make him happy but also like them understanding their marriage and like her trying to be friends with all these other women in episode two and wanting to be polite but also being kind of goofy and clumsy in way that women in the early 2000s were Mm. but you know like she's a little silly and like her maintaining friendships and her trying to be a good mum in a way that is not crazy which i don't necessarily mind but we see her normally trying to be a good mum in a way that any of us would be and like it's just so vital to see her have relationships with other people because every time she does a little action it tells us so much about her yeah and it's so cool. Like, in just the details, you learn so much about her. Yeah, yeah, completely. I think... I love it. Yeah, like like you said, they just needed to give her opportunities to interact with people who aren't Ultron or Clint. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm quoting Westview right now just thinking about it. 
Imagine your best friends being Ultron. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, also, I feel like this is the best portrayal of her relationship with her brother. Even though it's not real, crucially, and um, I want to apologize to past Margaret. I'm bringing up some some raw things for you, 2021 Margaret. Stand down. Yes, it was very traumatic that Evan Peters was not actually physically there. But I think even though it was potentially Agatha's illusion, I think it shows the best version of how close she is with her brother, what she's willing to do to be with her brother, but also how... They're not, like, joined at the hip. She is her own person. Yeah. And, like, she... How much she desperately needs someone who's willing to sit there and be like, are you okay? I'm willing to listen. Like, that moment when they're sitting on the hay bales in episode six, you see just what it does to her to have someone be like, I'm here for you. You can trust me. Tell me what's going on. Like, that's all fucking Wanda needs this entire time. Yeah. And, like, that's clearly what Pietro would be for her and was for her. And without that, she's just completely in free fall for the rest of her life. Because no one else is willing to listen. Oh, that's so sad. It's so sad. It's sad. But, like, her and Evan Peters have such great chemistry that, like, Mm -hmm. you see how much she needs Pietro in her life. Yeah. Or at least someone to fill that position. Because she was so desperate to believe it was real when she just knew it wasn't. Yeah. Like, yeah. it doesn't even look like Aaron Taylor Johnson, but she was so willing to believe he was there because she needed it. Well, yeah, she's just... That's what Westview is, and it's just her state of denial, and, like... <sighs> Tis sad, man. It's really sad. But I love it. But it's also so funny. Like, can we talk about the fact that Elizabeth Olsen is able to subtly change her performance depending on the era they're yes. filming in? Mm-hmm. Like, the way that she... Oh, if you can hear bangs, it's my fucking dog. I'm sorry. But, like, the way that she adjusts her mannerisms to the decade of television they're filming is fucking crazy. Yeah. It's, it does so much for the show. It works so well. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. I love it. Mm-hmm. And her and Vision finally have chemistry. Oh, my God. Her and Paul Bettany are so cute. Oh, they're so cute. That's they're mom adorable. and dad right there. Yeah, that's parents right there. That's my parents. It's also really sad seeing the version of Wanda that she clearly wants to be without all the horrible trauma. Like, her in episode three going around being all goofy with, like, holding the, like, bowl of apples and, like, being all silly. Like, that's clearly who Wanda wants to be able to be. But she's so weighed down by everything that she can't. Well, yeah, because we we learned that she's turned everything into a sitcom because she watches sitcoms as a kid. And as a kid, that's probably what she thought life would be, right? These sitcoms. That's so sad. She's just trying to get back that innocence that she had when she was a child before everything went to shit. (laughs) It's so sad. It's fucking yeah, it, it's it's so well done. But, like, yeah. Wanda is just also really well done. And, like, Vision was clearly such an anchor for her. Like, you know, the whole what is grief but love persevering kind of shit. Like, that is him anchoring her in that moment, yeah. able to turn the negative into some kind of positive. And it clearly pulls her through the rest of her life until, she, until he dies mm-hmm. in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Like, she just needs someone. She's so lonely. Anyone. And it, it does perfectly set up Multiverse of Madness because you see in the ways she just needs someone and it keeps just being ripped from her. Yeah. She just needs anyone. And so when she fights so hard to get it, you don't you don't blame her. Yeah. Interestingly, I asked my friend's opinion 
on this. Oh, are we, are we moving to Multiverse of Madness? Well, no, I'm still okay. on the bridge. In okay. the bridge. Okay. Because this is kind of what she said. Um, I asked, yeah, so I asked my friend who is on my film course. Shout out. I, I she's I, cool. I, she, I don't know if she's no, I, I'm just saying general oh. shout out to her. She's great. <laughs> okay, and um, and I asked her because her dissertation is going to be on motherhood in Marvel. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is the perfect person to ask. And she said that she felt that like, WandaVision did the best job at like setting up this theme of grief and like you know acceptance. And she felt like it ended very well on on like. Wanda's wave of acceptance, and that's what the whole her whole journey was. And she said that she absolutely loved it. And then for her, Multiverse of Madness kind of just completely redid it. Mm. Which is quite interesting, because like, I was saying to Margaret earlier, I was watching all of these movies, and I had like no thoughts, head empty. I was just really watching <laughs> them. I had not a single critical analysis in sight. And so, and so like, I asked her opinion on it, and yeah, I do kind of get what she means. Well, for her, Multiverse of Man just kind of completely undid whatever WandaVision set up. I don't know, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I feel like, yeah, she's learning the same lesson again, in a way. But yeah, she she ended completely with acceptance. And then obviously we find that in Multiverse of Madness, she has found the Darkhold and suddenly she's going through it again. Mm. And I can understand that you deal with acceptance in the way of like, my own abilities are not going to solve my problems. Yeah. And I can understand that maybe in a world where you discover that something else, the Darkhold, could actually solve your problems. You're like, oh, you have to go through this all again because all of a sudden the illusion's not going to help, but the real thing could. I could understand transitioning to, like, that is a whole new journey and a whole new temptation. But because we started off Multiverse of Madness with her already on that journey, I think it would have been better if we'd seen her discover that transition because otherwise it feels like because i feel like i don't know if they had the credit to understand that it was a whole new journey to me it felt like they just i mean famously didn't watch wandavision i will never (laughs) get over that to that i don't think they thought of it as a new journey i think they thought it was a continuation in which case in that sense yeah it doesn't make a lot of sense yeah yeah i yeah i didn't see it like that but yeah when she said like yeah i kind of i go i get it a little bit like it did feel like the end of a chapter for WandaVision and moving to a new era. Especially because, like, it ends with her saying goodbye to Vision and saying goodbye to her kids. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she's like, I'm getting those kids back, and it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, we needed more of a setup for that. Mm. But, like... I see what you mean. But otherwise, I'm I'm alright with her in Multiverse of Madness. I don't know if you're ready to move on, but... Hmm. I don't know if I am, but maybe. Maybe we'll come back to WandaVision, because they do kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, we can, we can inter... Yeah, and I feel like, Christ, okay, Multiverse of Madness is its own can of worms, Mm. because you and I, I feel like, this movie's contentious in a lot of ways, and I know that you and I do like it, but I feel like the most we have grappled with it is probably Wanda. Yeah. Which is is what is happening here, and I guess, the thing that keeps coming up for us is, is this a hysterical woman? Stereotype. Does this yeah. fall into something ever so slightly misogynistic? And we watched it. I don't know how you feel. I was mostly actually fine with it. I didn't read it as hysterical woman really this time around. Mm-hmm. Did you? I I completely didn't when I watched it the first time. And then watching it this time again, 
I still, I'm in general, I think I'm fine with it. I think if I had to nitpick it, if I had to see Hysterical Woman anywhere, it would be more... It, it's not so much as in the, the motherhood of it all and the children. Because like I said to you the other day, there's like a million pieces of media out there where men go insane trying to find their children. It just felt and like kill that. people along the way. Yeah, it just it just felt like that. And like, I get that has implications. I get we're not in a post-feminist world. But like, I'm, I was okay with that. If I had to find hysterical anywhere, it would be more in the sense of the dark hold. And how that possesses her. Mm. Because that's the whole thing in this movie as well. Like, how much is the dark hold talking and how much of it is Wanda? Mm. But, so that's what I had more of an issue with. But in general, I am okay with it. Yeah. You get me? It's interesting. Yeah, because I feel like the question of the hysterical woman, I feel like it comes into the idea of how much is she in control? Yeah. Because I feel like my instinct is to compare to villains of the past from the MCU. Like, the same type of written villains and you get to like i guess like loki who's insane right like that kind of comes to mind he is always completely aware of what he's doing he's happy to do evil things he is never he's never lost his mind yeah and i feel like part of a misogynistic stereotype is that the woman isn't somehow not smart enough to be in control like i feel like that's where misogyny would come into it yeah and i feel like for most of the movie she is completely in control like she knows what she's doing she's manipulating steven at the beginning a little bit She's completely in control. Yeah. And it feels like that does start to slip towards the end. And I think that it does come into question of, is that because the Darkhold is controlling her? In which case, I think it might be accidentally slightly misogynistic. But otherwise, there's a world in which you could read this movie in which that she's in control. She's just willing to be... Oh, but to be fair, by the end, the whole point is that she's gone too far and she's terrifying her kids. Yeah. And, like, I suppose at that point you're supposed to read it that she is lost, in a way. Yeah. Whether that feels misogynistic, I don't know, but I think that is where it becomes critical, is the idea that the dark cold is making her go too far, which it's never... I don't know if I can think of many male characters to which that's happened to. I don't know if you can think of any. Where there's been, like, an external force, like... Making them slowly crazier and crazier until they're just out of control. Probably is, but, like, yeah, nothing's coming to mind. I'm sure there is, but... I feel like if you wrote a man doing that, the writer would be like, well, no one would buy that this man would lose his mind in this way. Yeah. And I feel like audiences are more willing to buy, slash men are more willing to write women that do eventually just lose their minds. Yeah. That feels like a... Because that's what the hysterical woman is, right? Like, women are not in control and they're not smart. And they're just crazy. I think... I think it's possible that it kind of leans into that right at the end. I don't think it's intentional. No. But it might be slightly present. But up until that point, I think it works for me that she's just... She's just willing to murder this child. And honestly, people have done worse. I don't know. I don't... (laughs) I, I'm kind of with Wanda for most of the movie. I mean, she could easily just ask America <laughs> to, you know, take her to her dimension. I'm sure America would do it. I know she doesn't know how, and that's the conceit, is that America doesn't know how her powers work, but, like, give her a lesson. She'll figure it out. Well, but the whole point is that Wanda's yeah. too determined. Yeah. Which yeah. is fine. I think that works. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I was entertained. <laughs> do you remember when Loki fucking took that guy's eye out? 
just like Trevor and Avengers. One of the most disgusting <laughs> scenes in the MCU. It's truly awful. But like, I don't know about you. I I I thought Loki was great in that movie. Like, I think we are ca- fully capable of following villains as they do horrible things with complete intent. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I think so much of Wanda murdering in this movie is with complete intent, and I'm cool with it. Yeah. I- I, I mean, she, fun. she is the villain who needs to be stopped, but also, like, I think it's fun. I support yeah. women's wrongs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it... I don't think she needed the dark hold to take hold of her and make her lose her mind. That's... Because that's a full plot point, right? Like, that's the whole point of the Illuminati Council, which, not gonna lie, as much as I love to see Charles Xavier any day of the week, I don't love that part of the movie, mm. is that they use that part to show how Stephen of that universe lost his mind using the dark hold etc etc like they're trying to plant yeah. the idea that people lose their mind using the dark hold i don't think that needed to be present because i think mm. they're using it in a way to absolve wanda but i think all it does is make her seem more hysterical yeah i mean that's that's something i feel like the mcu hasn't figured out of like do we absolve this woman or not like because like that's what's like so weird to me about the ending of WandaVision like the mm. idea of like having like Monica just be like you know it's it's, it's not your fault we everyone that's will forgive so weird you. that just, line feels, is so weird yeah that's why I feel like the MCU is still trying to figure out whether or not they want Wanda to be like a bad yeah. person and she can be morally great she can be an anti-hero yeah. absolutely fine but it feels like they are you need to stick with something at one time yeah just you know, pick a lane, like... And I think that's because they maybe correctly know that the audience is not going to give her the leeway as the villain that we give male villains. Yeah. Like, there was no conversation of do we absolve Loki. There was none, because it was easy. Because everyone's like, Loki's he's hilarious. To. Yeah. We love him. He killed so many people. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Whereas I think they know, and maybe potentially misogynistically themselves, think that Wanda cannot step into that zone of knowingly doing bad things and then just be brought back. Yeah. But I think she can. I don't know. It's fun. Who I'm cares? Like down. Like... I think her and America can be friends after this. It takes some work, <laughs> but I think it can happen. Like, America might be a bit insane, but yeah, sure, they can be friends. <laughs> I see a world in which Clint and Loki work together, even though he, you know, kind of ruined Clint's life for a bit there, you know? Sure, yeah. I, I, I don't think they needed to make wonder crazy no i don't think it needed to happen they could have done the same story without that little detail i think because yeah yeah i I completely get what you mean i think that's where if we're gonna find misogyny anywhere that's where it lies right yeah yeah Yeah. but surprisingly i don't think the rest of the movie is that misogynistic when it could have been yeah yeah maybe i shouldn't give props for that but you know (laughs) Uh, it, I think she I think it works either way mm-hmm. also the outfit well I mean god I was just about to say to try and end on like a not end of the positive but like for some positives what did you like about Wonder in this movie the outfit oh my god it was stunning I mean look I'm fine with the outfit in WandaVision but the crown's a bit off love her headpiece in this movie yes stun well for me what does it is the sleeves Ah. Oh. Love it. Whoever decided to add sleeves, I like mm-hmm. And also, this is another way in which we know both WandaVision and Multiverse of Madness cared about Wanda as a character. Mm. No massive cleavage. 
She's yes. in a superhero suit and she looks great. Yeah. They could have given her a cape. It might have swallowed her up. Love it on the waist. Looks lovely. And do you know what I love? Mm. Do you know what I just personally love? <laughs> is I, do, I don't know anything about costumes. I don't work in costumes. And I should have no opinions on costumes. But I weirdly have a lot of opinions on costumes in this you movie. Do. I love when the fabric looks like fucking fabric. Yeah, I just love... I, I hate when the fabric doesn't look real. Or looks like kind of metal. I don't know. It looks it looks stupid. Mm. I like when the fabric looks like it's made of like cloth or something. Yeah. And like... Wanda's multiverse, it looks like cotton. It's so cool. It yeah. like has, it has texture and like it is skin tight, but it looks like clothes. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's so flattering. I like that it's kind of black and evil. You could just make it red and it, it works. It doesn't have to be evil anymore if you don't want it to be black and evil, but I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's and great. also just, uh, Elizabeth has mainly dropped the accent in this movie. Mm-hmm. Thank Christ. <laughs> it's mostly gone. Yeah. And her performance is great. Yeah. Like, I mean, everyone always shares that speech of her, like, this is me being reasonable, like, her, like, facial expressions. Everyone fucking loves that whole, like, this doesn't seem fair, like, thing from the trailer. Love that. And she's just, like, I don't know, she's sassy. Like, I love when Steven is, like, those aren't your kids. Like, your kids aren't real, you created them with magic. And she's, like, that's what every mother does. And I'm just, like, I love that she has personality. She's cracking jokes. She's being sassy. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, so this good. Is, all of a sudden, Wanda is, like, dripping in personality. Yeah. I love it. I mean, like, obviously it's because we have more focus and more time on her now, but it does kind of, sh- it, it, to me, it shows that she's, like, grown in, like, confidence. Like, yeah! Like, she's grown up. She's she's an adult now. She's yeah, she, she jumped strange. to 30. <laughs> she aged in about 10 years in a very short space of time but it's gonna sass the sorcerer supreme oh no, she knows what she's doing she's the scarlet witch like yes come it's on Greta powers are in full form and like obviously sam raimi is great with his directing and everything and this does help mm. but like her powers are great like we see the mind manipulation with the fucking like the way that it goes silent and we see yeah. her whisper in that guy's ear and like the visualizations of her telepathy are really cool yeah. and like the fucking mirror dimension with the reflections and the way that she like touches it like it's water yeah. and she like fucking cracks her bones coming out the gong Ugh. is so cool like it's it's such a nice way of showing her powers and like she's at full like power this is yes. not a cop-out. She is at the full magnitude of her abilities, taking mm-hmm. on an entire army. It looks cool. It's creative. Yeah. They didn't, like, restrict her powers to make it easier for them. Yeah. No. It's cool. It's creative. Sam Raimi knows how to do cool things, and it yeah. looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you said, just incorporating her powers into the... I mean, it's kind of questionable if this movie's a horror movie, but they did try and make it a horror movie. They tried! And they really used her really well. I love that shit. Oh god, the way she takes down the Illuminati. So creative. So cool. What mouth? What fucking mouth? It's so cool! Oh, so gross. The Reed Richards spaghetti! Oh, turning into a cheese string. Oh, it's great. It's fucking great. slices Peggy Carter in half! Ah, it's so cool! Uh Uh-huh. She's like, I can do this all day, and then just gets chopped up like 13 like seconds later. I, I was cheering, because you know my beef with Peggy oh, Carter. Yeah. I was cheering. Oh, like, You're yeah, the misogynist in this. That's the most misogynistic part of the movie, is you mm. watching Peggy Carter. Yes, but that is... If I'm ever a misogynist, <laughs> it's because I despise Peggy Carter. <laughs> we'll get into that next week. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen next time. 
But yeah, I it's fun. And and this kind of comes to like what the hell is Wanda gonna do in the future? I think you can have her sit in the grey area, just commit every now and then to what she's doing. And like yeah. you can pull her back and we don't care. It's okay. I'll I'll root for her again after this. Yeah. It's fun. I'm, I'm fully down for her to like use her how they use like Loki and just like when like the morals just kind of happen to align, you can bring her in and she'll fight with you, but you can't really trust her. She might yeah. ditch you at the end and like let's like keep bringing her in and out, like Yeah. Let's 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 weave that line of morals. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And I feel like so much of her personality and her backstory, like the 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 times I like her the most are when we see her interact with other people. Like her and Billy and Tommy are cute and everything, but like I want to see her with the people in her life that matter. Yeah. And I feel like that naturally comes with. I mean, you can do it with anyone, or you can do it with the tried and true. Give her some X Men. Yeah. Like give her her dad, give her her brother, and then we can see this like mixture of wonder at full form full confidence and also having these complicated relationships with people in our life it's like mixing multiverse of madness and wandavision together and it's going to be so cool if yeah. it happens yeah i feel like we're, we're close we're building with one i love it yeah yeah maybe get a woman to write her next i mean get a woman to write anything next but you know next yeah yeah and it'll be sick i think wanda's a great character to have at the forefront of phase four yeah. elizabeth olsen is a gift like, She's you can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. She does a great job. Can you imagine this version of Wanda with Eric though? But like, could you? Could you though? Could you oh. just imagine it though? Oh. I talk so much about Multiverse of Madness. Do you have anything to say? I feel bad. No, that's fine. I, I really don't have that much to say. Okay. I'm good. Oh, makes me so happy. I know. <laughs> Shall I talk more and bring up the comics I read? <laughs> I feel like House of M fits very naturally in this conversation because I think that is what they're drawing from. Mm. Particularly with, I mean, WandaVision. Yeah. But also just, like, in general. I read it. And, like, she is kind of the centre of the story. She's not that present. It's, like anything else, it's a Wolverine story. Because <laughs> they all are. Uh-huh. But, like, it's... She's fine. It's basically her... I, th- I think it comes after her killing a lot of people, basically, and kind of grappling with that. And it's the idea that her powers are going crazy. Mm-hmm. And everyone is deciding, should we just kill her? Because yes. she's clearly insane and yeah. dangerous. And before they can decide, she basically seems to create a whole new reality where everyone is living their best lives. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, this is still not cool because this is not real. And they go and have to try and break the reality and go back to normal. That's cool. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But basically, we have a scene right at the beginning where Wanda gives birth and like has her kids. And then Charles comes up and is like, Wanda, this is all an illusion. Maybe shut the fuck up for a minute. <laughs> and it's real sad. <laughs> He's like, Wanda, maybe chill out. None of this is real. And the whole like room fades and everyone's gone. It's cool. Aww. But like it sets up that like she just wants kids. She just wants family. And her powers are clearly kind of out of control that she doesn't know what's real anymore. And it's so much of this is Wanda just being helpless and sad. Mm -hmm. And like she's a a plot device for the rest of the story. Like the story explores everyone else in the other reality of living their best lives and what that means for them. And Wanda is in the background, basically. Right, okay. She doesn't have agency in this story. And basically one of the main 
I guess like mysteries is who they keep discussing who got Wanda to do this and they all assume it was Eric right because like the whole like everyone in their new reality is like they're like House of M is are, like ruling the world basically and they're like Eric's like the king of the world so it's the reality he would want yeah and so they so much of the conversation revolves around who got Wanda to do this and the big reveal at the end is that it was Pietro who got Wanda to do this not Eric uh, okay. which is interesting but it's also like I don't care. <laughs> like, I I care what Wanda wants. Like, when I'm looking at this from the point of view of Wanda, it's like, Wanda doesn't even get the agency of having created the new reality that changed the world. No. Everyone cares as which man got her to do it. Yeah. And, like, it just kind of hammers home how much Wanda is not used in the story as a person. We see her once, and it's actually quite fun because it's Steven going up and talking to her, and I was like, oh, look at them. Look at look at these besties. Look at them hanging out. <laughs> Best friends. And, like, all she wants is just sit in a bedroom with her kids and play with her kids. And, like, that's, that's all she wants. Yeah. And, like, I, it's a simple goal. She's a simple woman. But, like, she doesn't have many opinions on anything ever. Right, okay. And I don't know if that's a restriction of misogyny, if they don't care, or if it's meant to just be quite sad and pathetic that Wanda only wants one thing and everyone's using her to get what they want. Yeah. I don't fully know where they're going with it, but all I know is that Wanda comes across quite helpless and not, not a lot going on up here yeah. kind of thing. So I don't, it's okay. not the best for a, a conversation about Wanda. Right. Okay. Okay. I get you. It just kind of presents her as, as I said, her powers are out of control and that is the problem. Her personality is not very present. It's about her powers being too much for her to, like, they're literally talking about putting her down yeah. for a good few, like, for the whole issue. I don't like that. That's, and, and I'm like, I don't, that feels a little misogynistic. I don't like that. To be fair, the conclusion of the conversation they have is that Emma Frost is like, well, I want to go talk to Wanda and see what she wants. And I was like, well, that, funny, someone got there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That took a whole conversation. And when they go find her, that's when it all goes down. But She's not very th thought of yeah. in this, this comic. That's an, I enjoyed reading it. It was cool. Yeah. yeah. But I think it... I can only presume that Wanda is often painted this way a little bit. Maybe with more agency. But she's often just in the orbit of Eric. And uh, a like... She's like a subcategory of what Eric wants in a way. Right. Okay. Okay. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But. It's just when you when you try and look at it from her point of view, it's like, oh, not much is happening for her. Right, okay. She doesn't express many wants, apart from no more mutants. <laughs> that, that's what she expresses at the end, and then they're all out. But that's more because everyone just kind of pushes and pulls her too yeah. much. In a slight contrast, I read the Scarlet Witch comics um, by James Robinson. Uh, they were cute. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I mean, look, I have no idea how to talk about this because I don't know, like, contextually which comics are considered to be better or worse or, like, mm -hmm. are some considered to be accurate portrayals of Wonder and some aren't. I have no idea. Don't All mind. I know is I bought it and I read it and it was very cute. Uh, and I, I like the portrayal of Wonder in it. Okay. Because it's all completely her perspective. It's a bunch of, like, little short stories of, like, Monster of the Week, basically, which is fun. Yeah. And it means that she gets to, like, fight a bunch of different, like, witchy monsters, which That's is cute. Fun. There's a lot of, um like, mythical monsters, which I thought you might like. She fights, like, the Minotaur or something at some point, oh, and, like, it's cool. fun. And so it's just kind of... And Wanda's personality is quite fun, because it's kind of just her being very tired. 
<laughs> it's just her being like, okay, guess I'm going to Ireland, and okay. Um, okay, here we go, gotta kill this thing. And she's kind of just quite exhausted, mm-hmm. which is a fun energy that she's like, well, I guess I gotta do, you know, the right thing and track down these, like, beasts. But also, I, I would rather go to sleep. Right, okay. Which I think is fun. Uh-huh. We also have Agatha, like, over her shoulder the whole time as a little ghost. Oh, that's fun, okay. A little ghost just being like, lol, you suck. But also, <laughs> like, as a friendly ghost. Yeah. I have a feeling, I don't know what preceded this or if anything preceded this, but, like, I have a feeling Wanda's the one that killed her, but, like, they're cool now. <laughs> right, okay. I think there are jokes about, like, how'd you end up dead? Like, you, and, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, they're cool. That's the thing of, con- of like, comics. You're always... <laughs> You're always missing, like, 50 things you need to know, and you're like, I can kind of figure this out from context, I think. Yeah, and, like, you know something happened in one run, but you don't know if that's been become void since, so you have no idea. Yeah, nothing. (laughs) Did we abandon that? I don't know. Yeah. But it was fun. I mean, it's it's a lot of, like, short stories. It's not entirely that much of a through line, apart from the, like, big villain, I think, who's, like, making them. But, like, I like Wanda because she just, it's... It's kind of the opposite of a lot of things where it's like a lot less flair, but just more personality. Just her like in countries, sassing people. Yeah, I it's like cute. That. Yeah, and I quite like it. Wanda feels quite mature in yeah. it, which is nice, and her outfits are cool. Nice. Okay. I mean, the cover cool. looks amazing. I love it. It's sick, and like all the different art styles are so cool. Yeah, they all draw her differently. Mm-hmm. Just a nice chance to see a bunch of different styles and how people view her. Nice, okay. Yeah, I like it. It's fun. I read it quite a while ago, so there might be some interactions with some characters we've talked about so far that I've kind of forgotten about. That's fine, yeah. I don't know how poignant it was, but, like, it looks sick, and I'm glad I read it. I feel like I like... Maybe this isn't the most accurate version of Wanda that I like the most or anything, but, like, maybe I do like it the most. It, It feels most human... And also, she's not as burdened by trauma, at least right. visibly. Like, her stories are about her wanting to do some good things okay. and being her own little superhero. It's not her every five minutes being like, oh god, oh no, my life is falling apart. Which is nice, because I feel like she's always falling apart. Yeah, you need something in the middle there, don't you? Yeah, so I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Nice, okay. I feel like we've got a lot of different depictions of Wanda. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel? That. How do you feel about Wanda? Yeah, we we asked the question at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Who is Wanda to you? Who 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 be Wanda to you now? Um, I mean, I I definitely I don't know. Not necessarily understand her more, but like, I think it was definitely worthwhile to just take a minute and just focus on her and explore her character. Yeah, you know, she's only really got one project that's like properly hers and even then it's shared of another person like so it mm. is nice to just focus on the mcu from her perspective yeah no, I, I think i appreciate her a bit more yeah. now it's like, like oh, I said, I'm, good. I'm not like a massive wonder stand but i feel like i appreciate her a bit more now yeah yeah oh that's good and i was honestly worried i would have nothing to say yeah <laughs> so i'm just glad i said something no knowing us that's perfect because we have too much to say there was, there was the perfect you? amount mm-hmm what about you? Yeah, I... I love her. She's great. I... Yeah. I don't think I necessarily learned a lot from talking about it, but... I think I keep coming back to the idea that Wanda never had a, like, succinct, simple 
character that she was created with. I think she was kind of born of a lot of different necessities and has evolved based on the necessity of the story. Yeah. And has had a lot of different people write her. And I, I still don't know if she necessarily has a baseline like, say, Wolverine does. But I think she has a lot of emotional core ideas that stick with her of, like, grief, I guess. And, yeah. like, family and, like, kind of the the weight of the power you have and, like, her abilities. I just... I think... It, we don't know that much about her because I don't think we're always seeing her point of view. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I think pretty much everything Wolverine is ever in is from his point of view. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe it's just uh, an, a narrative thing. And maybe Wanda is a lot more concrete than we think. We just don't get it very often. Because I think when we do with, with like WandaVision, I, I think it works really well. Yeah. So maybe we just need more stories that give attention to her as a character. Yeah. Because then we'll get them. Yeah, no, I think you're completely right. Yeah. Tivet, you did give me a comic for Christmas that I haven't read yet that has her mm. in it, right? I mean, that's that's why I got it, because I flicked through it and I saw her multiple times and I was like, this'll, <laughs> yes. this'll work. Yes. What is it called again? What did you give me? I don't remember. It's an, it's an Avengers one. Oh, oh, I can't remember. Oh, is it The Children's Crusade? Yes. Is that that's it? it? Yes. I just yeah. saw it on her fandom page. I'll read that. Um, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, again, I don't think she's the main character. I think this is a theme with her, but yeah. I, I'm excited to read it. Yeah, that looked fun. I love the little gay kids. Uh-huh. I, I treated myself the other day to an Eternals comic that I wanted. Yay! I treated myself. Actually, when I dropped you off at the train station, <laughs> on yeah? the walk back, I passed Forbidden Planet and I was like, fuck it. And I went in and I was like, the hail... There was... I went in September and there were three of the Hail Thanos ones that I wanted. I went back in a couple of days ago and there was one left and I was like, I really want it. Do it. Do it. Oh, I do got it. it. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Can we go in there at some point together? Yeah, definitely. There's, there's been planet. The Worlds Apart is good as well. I like the Worlds Apart. We should go in there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, do you reckon we're going to get a Scarlet Witch movie? Because I swear it gets confirmed every like week yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, only if they have a, a story worth telling that doesn't feel too out of place in the, like, universe they're building. I mean, is there a story worth telling? I reckon they'd tell a story anyway. Sure. To, you know, go off of the, the Scarlet Witch hype. And yeah, probably. All the Wanda stands. But yeah, I, I see what you mean if it would work in the universe or not. It would be quite fun to bring her back to fight Kang. Sure. That could be quite fun. No one really trusts her, but she, but they need her. Yeah, that could be fun. Fun dynamic. Yeah. I mean, I love her, but I don't. I don't want to see her used in a cash grab. I would rather oh, no. wait until they have something worth doing. But that's, as long as they oh, do yeah. her right, they can that's include her in anything. I, I don't trust them to not do it for a cash grab, though. <laughs> yeah, you know. It depends. But to be fair, they haven't really failed me. No, not yet. I mean, they've had some flops, but mm. even then, like it didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't that bad. No. Nah. They, they, they'll be, we'll be fine. We'll <laughs> I think we'll be fine. Yeah. We'll see. I just want her and Evan Peters to interact again, please. That's that's my wish. If I get a genie, yeah. if I get a genie, get her and Evan Peters back together, please. Not just because I like them both, but because their chemistry was electric. Yes. Yeah. Please. please. <laughs> and please, someone save Evan Peters from Ryan Murphy. <laughs> Someone has to. Well, if that's the big Disney, if it's if it's the mouse that has to do it, mm -hmm. I'll take it. 
I'll get you out of there. <laughs> I'm gonna get you out of heaven. I believe in you. You've had Emmys. It's okay. Mm-hmm. We're taking you back. Time for more Who's the Popsicle jokes. Exactly. Uh, I, 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 do you know what? I also think we should do a um, Quicksilver episode at some point. That'd be fun. That'd be very fun. We're obviously gonna do Charles and Eric at some point. I just need more comics knowledge to back yeah. up my, my love for them. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those things like, I'm ready to go, but like, I know I need more information, but also I'm ready to go. (laughs) I'm ready to talk about Charles all day, every day, Mm -hmm. but I I don't just want to simp for James McAvoy for two hours. That's just the whole show, it won't be any different. (laughs) I mean, we could talk about them from the perspective of a ship. We've never done an episode on a ship before. We could do like... (gasps) We haven't. Like, an episode just like a case for, for Charles and Eric. That's true. That could be very fun. We could do that with other, like, non-canon ships as well. We should do Stephen Bucky. Stephen Bucky. Oh, we should do that. Yeah. I mean, this is the part where if we keep this and I'd ask if people want that, but we don't get that interactions yet, so that's fine. We'll just decide if we want to do it. (laughs) No one's opinion matters. We'll make the call. (laughs) I mean, you can try, but we'll make the call. We'll make the call. No one else matters. But yeah, that could be fun. Anyway. Rhiannon, would you like to play a game? Yes. I thought we could introduce in season two, we do some fun game segments mm-hmm. in which I am the games master. Now there, there are rules. Uh, during this, you must refer to me as such as games master. Games master. Okay. Got it. Yeah. You're okay. right with that? Sure. Just a bit of respect, you know, on my name. Okay. So today I thought it could be fun if we do, inspired by the legends of our Lord and Savior, my dad's Mr. Sunday movies, mm-hmm. James and Mason. They play a game where I give you a review from one of the movies that we've talked about today, from Letterboxd. Yes. Generally a pretty bad review, just for fun, but maybe uh, one with higher stars that I just thought was funny. Okay. And you guess which one it is. Great. Okay, so it's any of the projects we've seen today. Yes. Yeah, one division included, right? Yes, because cool. that's on Letterboxd. Beautiful. Okay. So here's one that I think would be quite easy just to introduce you to the concept. Okay. So a one-star review by Rick, I think is a uh, Joss, you are one fuck ugly baby, aren't you? This gave me an ulcer. <laughs> Rick is now my hero. <laughs> Any guesses? Ultron. Yes, Avengers Age of Ultron. Lovely. So y- you get what we're doing? I do. Great, okay. Let's do another one. Uh, half a start by Michael Bay. Obviously these aren't usernames, they're like the nicknames on there. Uh, two gym bros beating up an orphan. Ooh. Two Jim Bros beating up an orphan. <laughs> is this not Ultron again? Is that your guess? Yes. It's not. It's Civil War. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think it might be Stephen Bucky fighting Peter. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of orphans on set. I there don't are... know. You know what? It's it's dangerous out there because there are so many orphans you're stepping on. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's try another one. Okay. Um... <laughs> Okay. Half a start by Christopher. You know, if Qui-Gon Jinn was there, he would have stopped Thanos in 20 minutes instead of taking 11 years. 0.5 out of 10, no Qui-Gon Jinn. No Qui-Gon. <laughs> Very random choice. Um, Infinity War? Endgame. Oh, it was, that was it, 50-50, to be fair. It was 50-50. Alright, so currently you're um, 0 for 2. Shit, That's okay. okay. It's, a, it's a tricky game. Okay. We're going to go with this one. One and a half stars from Haley. She says, minus two stars for Elizabeth Olsen's accent alone. It's relevant, but isn't specific. 
Would that not be would that be Ultron? It is Ultron. Hey. Well done. All right, you you're one for three. Okay. Okay. Let's go with this one. Uh, Andrea didn't uh rate, but just gave a a heart and just said, "Mom, the billionaire dollar corporation is making me cry again." <laughs> Infinity War. One division. Oh god damn! So it. close. God damn it! Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I think I forgot to remind you that one division's in here. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Let's go with this one. <laughs> All right. Two and a half stars from Spotless. Their picture is Aegon, which is... No, Aemond, which is really funny. <laughs> I patch Aemond. <laughs> Love that. Uh, no way wandered did everything for those two annoying shits. Is that multi- That's Multiverse of Madness. I know because yeah. I read the reviews for Multiverse <laughs> of Madness. I knew we'd get there because you read Letterboxd reviews like, shit, she's going to know some of these. Yeah, I, I got that one from memory. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. Mm, let's go with this one. Uh, half a star from a uh, gamer from Saturn mm-hmm. uh, doesn't have Morbius. Oh, it could be any of them. None of them have Morbius. <laughs> Give it your best bet. Um, Wonder Vision. Oh, it's Infinity War. Oh, it's all right. That one was categorically unfair. That, that's okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with this one. Half a star from Wood. If you like this, I assume you are some kind of reptilian shapeshifter. (laughs) (laughs) I like this one. What the fuck? (laughs) Some people were very angry. Multiverse of Madness? (sighs) It's fanforstic. Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) I didn't say there wouldn't be joke ones. (laughs) You did warn me about five hours ago that might be a joke. Well, there you go, Fred Forstick. God damn it. I was thinking, like, what's the movie Rhiannon hates that I can use a review for? <laughs> okay. Here we go. Oh, this one's actually a little bit unfair, but that's okay. Three and a half stars from San. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson was the true star of this show. Oh, well, I mean, that's got to be Ultron. I might. I might be fucking with you. Oh, is it a different Aaron Taylor It might Johnson? be a joke. It's a bullet train. <laughs> It should be bullet train. <laughs> Damn it! I should have done this. You know, fucking it, yeah, it's bullet. It was one division. They were goofing. Uh, but but you know what? We I t- went away. Right. You get a point. It's bullet train now. Yay, thank you. You're welcome. Are you keeping track of your points? No, you are. <laughs> oh shit! I think you got three so far. Plus bullet train. Plus bullet train. Okay. Oh no, including bullet train. I'm afraid. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, half a start from uh, Henry. Our Wilcox. Okay. The fact that people even call this a movie and not a montage of annoying characters doing annoying things still startles me. They were not a fan. I don't know. Everyone's real annoying. <laughs> Which one are they the most annoying? They're the most annoying in Ultron. Yeah. Like, you I got can, it. I feel like I'm getting Ultron for every single go. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> to be fair, I have slightly more Ultron ones than anything else. Okay, okay. Okay, why don't I go with this one? So I, I'll I'll cut up the name of the movie because they mention it. They said five stars mm. from Frank Howley. Ho- Howley, Frank Howley. So just got out of a screening of Blank the movie. Okay, tears in my eyes. Ushers pepper sprayed me as I tried climbing into the projection booth so I could steal the hard drive and watch it again at home. End game. It was Morbius. Damn oh, it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Come on. <laughs> God damn it's a, it's a good Morbius review, though. That's a very funny Morbius review. God damn it. <laughs> but not funny when I get you with it. <laughs> okay, okay. Back back to actual movies. Um, I'll go with this one. Uh, the all right, one star by Bruno. The Cherrick divorce was better. Oof. As it was. This is just for me, really. The Charles and Eric the divorce Cherrick was better. The divorce was better. Civil War. Yes! Yes! Well done. I used my you brains for that one. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. Three stars by Matthew Chrisman. Mm. Love watching the guys on my underwear go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what their underwear looks like. Well, in my, my underwear. Love watching the guys on my underwear. Go on to my underwear. Okay. I think they just have like Marvel underwear. <laughs> go to. No one goes to therapy. That's, that's the point. We wouldn't. They wouldn't have these movies if these people went to therapy. <laughs> there is one where we get a smidge of therapy. Civil War. Mm, I'm gonna give you another guess. I think you can get it. A smidge of therapy. With some gay people. No one's gay. Except Multiverse? for, I'm gonna give you another guess. You can get it. You can get it. <sighs> who who comes out during therapy and everyone cheered? Gay Joe Russo. Yeah, Gay Joe Russo. Game. <laughs> we did it. I'm gonna give you a point for that. Thank you. I'll give you this one. Uh, to fair, this one's a bit of a giveaway, but I just thought it was funny. Three and a half stars from Pink Slimer. If every dream is actually a universe, somewhere 16-year-old me is making out with my grandpa. Now that's the true horror. <laughs> oh no. I hope they're okay. Now that's the true horror. Multiverse of Madness. It is Multiverse of Madness, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. Half a star from Zolix. Mm-hmm. I wish I could go back in time and get a refund. What a mediocre, stupid, horrible futile pile of shit fucking hell think real hard about it and also maybe I'm getting you <laughs> sorry that's purely visual <laughs> uh multiverse of madness it was fan stick again oh, for fuck's sake <laughs> who would say that about multiverse of madness it's everyone's Some favorite movie really didn't like it <laughs> that's true <laughs> okay, that was my last goof. Alright. <laughs> Alright. Last one, maybe. Oh, okay. One star from Witchy Hellbroth. Okay. What the fuck was this movie about? Nothing made sense, and Jeremy Renner's face is a hate crime. That is very true. <laughs> he was injured recently, that feels quite mean. He's fine now. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be fine. Come End on, you game. got this. I'm going to give you one more guess. Jeremy's face is a hate crime. <laughs> He's in a lot of them. Look, we've got three ruled out. So we've got Ultron, Infinity War, or Civil War left, right? Thanks Unless you're chance. getting me again and it's like a rival. No, it should have been a rival. Though. <laughs> it's Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Um, Civil War. It's Ultron. Ah, fuck. That's all right. Fine. You did well. Do you want to do like one more? Should we, should we go until you get one right to end on a high? Sure. Okay. I, I have a bunch of others I saved, but I don't fully remember all of them. Okay. Ooh, okay. 
three and a half stars from Jay. St- let's stop acting like Thanos is the first Marvel villain to cause catastrophic destruction to the universe when Joss Whedon did enough damage in 2015. <laughs> right, well, on. that's Ultron, right? It's, it's, it's not Ultron, because it's about Thanos. Oh, um... They're just referencing Joss Whedon. Oh. Um... Well, that gives me two. That gives me 50-50 again, doesn't it? Yeah. Go with your gut. Endgame? Infinity War. <laughs> it was Infinity War! I really want to just give it to you anyway. that one, actually, when I, when I <laughs> really? logged Infinity War last night. I, I want to give you one that, like, will at least end on a high. Okay, one star by kick. Joss Whedon thinks that women shouldn't be allowed to vote. Ultron. Yay! Yay! I've <laughs> been so it. happy to hear Ultron before. Ultron was difficult because everyone's just talking about Joss Whedon. I know. Do you feel satisfied? I do. Thank you for preparing that. No problem. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I could do I that more often. We'll now be expecting fun games every time. <laughs> but I have to prepare. But I have some creators. ideas. I have some ideas, you know? I was going to ask you in general to prepare a Sam game anyway. Oh, okay, shit. So I okay. can d- read the comics and shit. Okay, oh yeah, that's true, that's true. Even though okay. you, you did do everything this time around. But that's not how this works. <laughs> you make a Sam game! <laughs> God, no one wants to work anymore. <laughs> it's hard to find fun games, you know? Yeah, yeah. Should I just do the same thing? Do you just want some Captain America reviews? Sure, that could work. Okay. Okay. I do have some extra Civil War reviews, like, um... Actually, I realised I thought they were going to be too easy, but actually I think I should have picked some easier ones. They were a bit difficult. No, it's alright. It's okay. Yeah? That's fine. Okay. Same level of difficulty next time, then? Yeah, let's go. I'm ready. Okay. Who's Paulie Walnuts? I just closed the tab and it took me back to the um, letterbox page. Someone said Doctor Strange has the same haircut as Paulie Walnuts. <laughs> okay. Let me look up Paulie Walnuts. Ah! <laughs> that's actually really funny <laughs> that's a huge insult did you also fi- find a character from the Sopranos I mean I found a guy who has like silly hair I, I think he's a character from the, from the Sopranos yeah <laughs> but look at the hair that's so mean he has the white temples and everything that's Stephen Strange right there yeah I would so shag Stephen would you He's hot. We've had, I think we've had this conversation before. Benedict Cumberbatch isn't hot, but Stephen is. Do you agree with me now? Because you didn't agree with me yeah. for the longest time. Did I not? No. You were like, Renan, what the fuck? And I was like, no. No, you're right. Uh-huh. That was fun. That was very fun. I don't think this episode's that long. Me neither. But we'll see. Do you want to take us out? First okay. outro of season two. What have you got for it? You know, the new flair? Oh, What's God. your new gimmick for no. the outro of season two? I didn't know. I needed a new gimmick for the outro. So what's the theme song you've been writing? Oh, all month? fuck off. <laughs> Take us out. Please. Okay, so if you want to support the podcast, we are Character Chaos on TikTok. We are Character.Chaos on Instagram. And we are Character Chaos underscore on Twitter. So feel free to give us a follow. Uh, yeah. Is that it? Are we... I mean... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we, we won't say next week, because we're not quite sure what the slate's looking like next. But it will be another Marvel character next week. Yes. We can tell you we that will. for certain. Yeah. And we're 
doing it every two weeks now, aren't we? Yes, episodes every two weeks. Yes. Cool. Okay. Nice. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you, everyone. You. Thanks for listening. See you all next time. Cool. Bye. Bye.